Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, what is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. Uh, the whole injury thing has kind of slowed me down for a couple of weeks, but uh, we've got some really, really cool guests locked in. Uh, this episode with Andy Anderson is, in my opinion, a bit of a banger. I had a really, really good chat with him. Uh, Andy is a guy that I didn't know really at all um, until like kind of a couple of weeks before this podcast, but he grew up with Dan Kirby, uh, who, if you're an avid Gypsy Tales listener, uh, you would know all about. Uh, he's mates with Sammy, he's mates with Bliss, that that whole kind of crew, and he's up on the Gold Coast at, at the moment, um, and we thought we would uh, make sure that we got a chat in, and I'm so glad that we did. Very, very unique guy uh, in just the commitment to his mindset. Um, I like to think I'm a pretty, I guess, like mentally kind of tough guy and I like to get after it and and get my shit done. But I think that Andy is on another level to most people. Um, The conviction in which he talks about his own uh, beliefs and his own, I guess, like ethos towards life is... uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty intense, and he just is a really, really good, humble, and genuine guy. Uh, it was a really, really great chat. Just spoke about a lot of stuff that I guess we've both been going through um, at the moment, and in the kind of weird times that we are in, uh, it's funny, like, I think everyone, even myself included, thought that you know a few months and we'd be kind of out of the woods with all of this stuff, but um, sort of still sticking around months and months and months on, so uh, hopefully you guys can, can get something from this chat. I definitely took uh, a lot more out of it even than I thought just in the couple of days that's gone by since we actually recorded this episode, so... Uh, I just got to give a shout out to uh, some of the sponsors that make this happen. Uh, Also, some stuff that we've got going on here at Gypsy Tales. we just dropped our Get Excited tea, and I am excited about it. Uh, it's a really cool team effort. Uh, myself and Sammy are partnered up on this whole merch deal, uh, and that means that we've got Bricks helping us out doing some of the design work. Bricks also did the track for this one um, that you would have seen on our ads. Uh, JB does all the shipping, so we got a. It's it's a legit like team project, and the only reason the merch is as cool as it is is because of that team behind it. So you can head to gypsytales.com uh and head head to the products page slap one of those bad boys in your cart um bit of nostalgia for everyone that grew up um loving that game uh also brought to you by the guys at anarchy trailers um these ladies do an absolutely fantastic job uh, i went to the headquarters the other day to take some photos of a new moto trailer that was being delivered to perth all of their trailers are built in-house 
fully custom. It is a really, really cool operation that these guys have going on. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, a demo unit at some point. They're going to build up so that we can uh, take it out for the weekend, give it a bit of a test drive. Uh, I'm excited when I can get back on the bike um, and use one of those trailers. If you guys are at all interested in getting a trailer, whether it's a tool trailer for your for your work, whether it is a like a food truck trailer, go-kart trailer, moto trailer, uh, these guys do it all. It's all custom ordered. It's all built in-house and they do really, really fantastic work. Uh, you can just find them on Instagram at Anarchy Trailers. Uh, also, the guys at Macro Kitchen. Um, these, this is basically for anyone that is on the Gold Coast within Cooey of Burley. Uh, really, really, really great restaurant that uh, does their prepackaged meals. They're fresh. They're never frozen. Um, these are lifesavers for me. I always try to do my meal prep and I try and do my cooking on Sundays but man sometimes life just gets in the way and when life gets in the way uh, these are my go-to uh, meals it's just so much better than reaching for shit essentially um, I love the taste they've got vegan options um, as well uh, and you can just head to the website macrokitchen.com.au you can use the code gypsygang10 for 10% off uh, they do delivery you can pick them up in store or if you're in Burley you can just pop in and enjoy uh, their food in their restaurant uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Combat Nutrition uh, I've said it before um, but I've started consistently using their products um, and it's the first time in my life I've ever consistently used any kind of protein or, or supplement um, and I definitely Definitely do feel the results of that. Um, it's all plant-based. It's made by fighters for fighters. And if you don't do jujitsu or if you're not like a combat sports athlete, I would kind of argue that I guess life's a bit of a fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, cmbt.com.au. Pump in the code Gypsy at checkout for 15% off. Uh, thank you to everybody that continually supports this show. Uh, love and appreciate every single last one of you. Uh, also appreciate Andy Anderson for coming on this episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. Andy Anderson, we uh, my man. We're live on Gypsy Tales, mate. Thank you for having me. Pull that closer a little bit. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm stoked, man. Uh, really good mutual friends. Uh, a bunch of people that I really respect. Uh, spoke to DK this morning, Dan Kirby. Ah, uh, yes, beautiful. he's been on the the podcast before, and yeah. uh, he said you're like one of his. Uh, you're one of his favorite people. Yes had a lot to do with him getting into music mm. and then Sammy obviously uh, the and then yeah. and then Bliss so there's a bunch of mm. there's a bunch of dudes that have put you on my radar lately awesome. and uh, yeah stoked to jump in and have a chat yeah man thank you for having me and I love I've got to again sh share some gratitude and appreciation and and amazing setup here man I love what you do it's crazy this is unbelievable so I'm pumped to chat dude yeah. no I appreciate it mm. man um, I, f I feel like we could probably this is one of the ones where we could like probably go back to the start in a way with you because you like from what DK has mm. told me, yeah. you've had a pretty gnarly like journey from mm. basically like a small town Ballarat kid yep. Yep. to a guy that now owns like a bunch of gyms and mm. you, you were doing music and, and like the the cool thing that DK said to me is, mm. is he says he said like he just has 
the gnarliest mindset. Like yeah. he had every reason not to be where he is now, mm, but mm, he is. Yeah. And it's like purely just a mindset thing. Mm, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, thank you, DK, my man. <laughs> I didn't even pay him to say that. That's awesome. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, look, I, I, I believe mindset's everything, everything. And um, my whole journey, yeah, I guess, I guess, um, is based on my mindset and yeah. all the success that I continue to get is because of that. And I also try to share that with others as well because I think that that's the greatest gift that you can really gain and give others mm. is to craft that mentality because how you show up every single day is the difference that makes a difference, you know? Mm. Like what's the what's the common common thing in everything, in your finances, in your relationships, in your social time, and in everything that defines the quality of your life. It's how you think and then how you mm. feel and then thus how you behave. Mm. So yeah, for me, um, I didn't always realize that that was the key, but when I did realize it, I put everything into it. Yeah, that's what it, man, that's what's funny. Like mm. I, I feel like I'm always working on myself Yeah, and uh, it's a process I enjoy mm. and it's something I take honestly it sort of feels like you, that's like your life's work yeah you, that's true and i've been reading um the marcus aurelius meditations yeah, I love and, that book, yeah and it's like that's all he was trying to do as well yeah. and it just seems like that's really kind of the only thing you can do in your life is yes. like work to become good that's and right those in those um days of like the roman empire and yeah. stuff that they were talking about like the gods mm. and it was like essentially he was explaining that his journey mm. uh in his life is like becoming closer to a god yes. in terms of like that to me is like the ideal you that's right and it's like that was his way of mm. saying that like divinity is in all of us and it's like yeah. it's just this process but it's funny like mm. i wouldn't say that i'm a person that had like a you know what I mean? Like yeah. one of those moments where I went from being like in one way and then I just mm. changed it to another. And I think that it, from what speaking to DK and we'll obviously talk about it, but it sounds yeah. like you just literally like mm. flipped a fucking switch mm. and then it was just game on. Like how did it yeah. even happen for you? Well, look, man, I think that, I think we have it in us, right? And I think we're motivated. There's, there's two main motivators in life, pleasure and pain. When you like yeah. break it all down. And I think for me, I always had something in me where I thought, I wanted more, I deserved more. I mm. knew I had, you know, a bigger destiny than, and, and to, you know, destined to play a bigger game than I was playing at the time. Mm. But, you know, you grow up and you fall into unresourceful behaviors and you don't know what you don't know and you're, you're just doing random things and you're floating a little bit until you find your way. I think that for me, I, growing up, I didn't have a lot of money. My family, like my mom and my dad didn't have much money at all. You know, I felt poor most of the time. I could never yeah. buy that. I could never buy the Nike shoes that I wanted I and things like that. that. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and when you, a lot of your friends it have- fucks you up in a weird way, doesn't it? It does a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and I like, didn't have a pair of Nike shoes till I was 21. <laughs> and, and now I all I buy is Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I yeah. still, I think I own one pair of Nike shoes. I want to get blazers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, I, I can relate to that. Like yeah. I remember that shit. I remember being at school. Mm. And feeling like shit. Yeah. Because like I had nothing cool or nothing 100%. new. Like footy boots, BMXs, yeah. like all my mates had specialized and I had a fucking twist uh, yes. toy world brand, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fucks yeah, you up yeah. in a weird way. Yeah, it does, man. And I think like looking back on it now, I appreciate it because I know that so much of my drive came from that. Yeah. Um, but in that moment, you're pissed off, you're angry, you're yeah. a little bit jaded, you can talk about your mum and dad behind their back, you know, whatever it is. But for me, you know, I wanted 
more out of life. And I knew that I had to, in order for me to have the things that I wanted to have, I needed to be a certain person. And I didn't, I didn't, you know, I guess I sort of knew that in and out or, or that thought sort of floated in and out as I grew up. But as I got a little bit older, I realized that I had to really dedicate myself and, mm. and become something more if I wanted more, whether it be I wanted quality relationships or I wanted um, you know money or I wanted a future. I needed mm. to be different because you know growing up, I did get into unresourceful behaviors. I was drinking drugs, fighting. We were always punching on in Ballarat and growing up. And Fuck I was yeah, just- Ballarat. Oh yeah, Ballarat, <laughs> rough as guts. Oh, no Peace to 3350, all my brothers and sisters there. I used to live in Long for a bit. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a mate that he lived in Ararat. Yes. And like you drive through there and mm. like we'd race it like all around that area. Yeah. It was fucking wild. Yeah, it's, it's rough. The, it all these country rough. towns are rough. Yeah, and and yeah. again, I appreciate that now. I loved, I love like thinking back to those days. You know, it was a lot of yeah. fun as well as crazy. But, you know, I, um, I was doing a lot of silly things and I could have easily gone in a really unresourceful direction and a bad direction. And I, and I was for a while there. There's no doubt about it. And I think also my personality type is I want to, I'm very competitive naturally. I want to mm. be the best at whatever I do. And at that stage, I was the best partier there was. Yeah. I was the best party animal. Like I, I dedicated myself to that. Yeah. And, um, or I did that come from like that drive to be competitive. Like, have you uh, thought about what's underneath that? Look, I think, I think a little bit from my dad, my dad, you know, my dad was, was a, a great part of my life and also a, a very sad part of my life. And mm. I think the the sad part was that my dad had a lot of demons, you know, he grew up and in and out of juvie. He, um, he had alcohol addiction, drug addiction, things like that growing up. And, you know, he tried to commit suicide multiple times and I found him and saw stuff. And it's just... Fuck, that how was, old were you when that was going down? Uh, basically, so he passed away when I was 15. And then, so, you know, the five... Oh, yeah, five to ten years before Fuck. that, it was in and out of whatever. Yeah. So, what, what was your mum like? Was your mum pretty solid and like... My mum's my mom solid. She's so, always yeah. a rock. She's always, you know smothered like us with kept love track, kept yeah. us on track yeah. sheltered us as much as we could she's a saint she's an angel so yeah. she, she's always been you know such a, a solid place for me um but yeah my dad also had this side of him where he was trying to make me a leader and he'd always say that he's like you're a leader you're a leader you're a born leader really he's just constantly in my ear saying like like at the football for example no, step up stand up that's what a leader does go push move forward take control here like he'd give me great bits of wisdom I'd spend hours with him where he'd just talk to me and tell me stories and so it was a, it was a weird oh, relationship that's like bizarre it is yeah I bet too like I wonder if there'd be like an element on, on his behalf of like almost trying to overcompensate to make mm. you like better because like he kind of was shitty in a way yeah, like yeah, in yeah. terms of yeah. going in and out of jail so yeah, like maybe yeah, yeah. that was like his way mm. of like mm. that that's yeah, yeah that would have been weird to go through yeah look it was I mean so because yeah. I feel like no matter what you'd look up to your dad even if he was in that's and right. out of like mm. fucking mm. prison and mm. doing you know whatever like I feel like it's, your dad's kind of always your dad right? that's right I mean he was my idol I looked up to him and I, and I still love him mm. so much and yeah so he's you know he, he was in juvenile when he was younger and then he came out and he had a lot of demons and you know he alcohol was a big issue so sort of on that you know that side of my family in general um, and yeah look he he did have that element to him but he also had this this 
thing inside him that he wanted to mm. be better. He wanted to gift that to us. He was, uh, he loved reading. He loved poetry. There was a side of t- side yeah. to him that was super creative and intelligent. Sounds um, like a complex dude, though. Very complex. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like he, he was very complex, and you know, I get, I guess, I get a lot of that from him. Yeah, and um, so that's where I think my con- competitive nature was starting to um, sort of grow and evolve was from him seeding and talking and yeah. teaching and pushing me in different directions getting me into taekwondo and football and yeah and um and that's probably where it began mm. yeah right mm. yeah man fuck i can't imagine like growing up in that mm. um yeah with like your dad being like you're a leader like i didn't have that mm. like that yeah. that would be yeah i feel like because i've thought about that with stuff that i've learned over mm. time mm. myself like and I've thought about if I understood it in that way as a kid, mm, mm. I feel like I would have already been doing it. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, what you said before, you don't mm. know what you don't know. Mm, That's mm. such a true... Mm. It's such like a simply true saying, yeah, right? yeah. and it's that's why like learning is so important because 100%. like you 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 can't even fault people that don't know shit. That's right, exactly. Like where, where, yeah, who told them? Like who yeah. was supposed to tell them? Exactly. If you haven't got the right people yeah. around you feeding you the right shit, like. Yeah. You can't know. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that's and that's so true. You know, life is about learning and growth. And this is why you and me have been having some great conversations because we both love learning and reading. And I think it's such an amazing gift. And um, yeah, and I think growing up, that's so important for parents and, and people to share with the younger generation of mm. of where to find quality information, what to actually learn. And you know, growing up, you're not given a manual for your brain. You're yeah. not given a manual of how to behave normally and how to think and how to problem solve yeah. the way we sort of can learn a bit later on when and we the start way to, that life to study. That's right. Because it requires like a very different thing than what 100%. most people learn, right? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, that's where a lot of my passion lies in, in continuing to learn that. You know, I'm, I'm nowhere near finished my, my evolution. I'm constantly on the journey. Yeah. I've got so much more to learn. I still fuck up all the time. I still make mistakes. I'm still not good enough in my eyes and I still want to con- continue to grow. And um, I think that as long as you accept that that's a, a lifelong journey, and you embrace it and you're excited by that and you reward yourself with epic milestones of that growth and appreciate that, yeah. then it's going to be a fun ride, man. Mm. With the way that like, so the way that you do, we're both in the content game, mm. essentially. The way we do it's very differently. Mm. You're very, um, like very uh, face-to-face with mm. the audience in that, in that way, in terms of like stories and mm. IGTV live, like that sort yeah. of stuff, yeah. you know, and it's i guess it just sort of speaks to your personality then because Mm. it seems like you want to help people Mm. learn like Mm. there's a very uh it's like a very passionate Mm. part of you Mm. yeah yeah absolutely it is for sure and um number one i think it comes from me appreciating learning so much yeah so one thing i'm i have always just had the urge to do and and i'm really excited to do is just show gratitude to my mentors and for people that teach me i just think it's the greatest gift man like sorry i'm not used to this yeah yeah yeah. um yeah just showing gratitude to people that deserve gratitude or or appreciation like my mentors you know I, i am not who i am today because i'm just awesome 
Right? Mm. It just doesn't fucking happen that way. And um, I am who I am because I stand on the shoulders of giants because I learn from amazing people because I'm blessed enough and, and, and um, you know, I'm honored to be around awesome people all the time. And even people like you, like as soon as we start talking, I'm learning from you, you know mm. what I mean? And, and I appreciate that and I think that's a, an amazing thing. So I appreciate everything that I learn and thus I want to share that and pass that on as a gift and also because I know the difference that it's going to make in people's lives I also know that for example my brother committing suicide or even my dad or you know I I see people going down the wrong path and how terrible their life can get Mm. but if they just knew one or two really simple things or shifted their thinking in some simple ways that didn't have to happen right mm. you know and um and if and if i can help you know one or two people and hopefully it's billions but if i can help one or two then you know that's that's amazing and mm. then same with you know people in my company my franchise partners and my team you know people seem to rally around me with that same value set and mindset where they want to gift and help others transform and change and um and to me it's the most beautiful thing man when you get a a, a tribe of people with that mission anything can happen like mm. amazing things do happen continuously and we're, we're only just getting started like we haven't even scratched the surface of what we're going to do as a as a tribe and community mm. and family and company so yeah it's exciting man mm. dude it's like it comes from you out of like uh this is what i find interesting with this kind of shit right because mm. like if you were to take I don't mean this in a disrespectful mm. way. If you were to take like a glance at like your brand and the social media mm. and the Instagram mm. and stuff like that, it's very easy that that person could be disingenuous mm. if you didn't know yeah. the story behind that person. Yeah. Like you could mm. make that first impression. Yeah. You got a Range Rover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm. all that. It's like mm. all that shit mm. that you've got. Yeah. And it's like, it. you could think like, mm. that's a guy that's doing it for these reasons. Mm. But you're like really just like a very humble like mm. good person with like mm. great intentions no thanks man and it's mm. like it it's almost a bummer that the way because i know how this shit works mm. like i know what you've got mm. to do mm. to get the engagement and mm. get the the growth of profiles and mm. it's like this weird fucking thing that creators are stuck in mm. to where it like it breeds a little bit of that like uh the you know the haters mm. like hater culture it breeds that yeah, shit yeah, because it's like yeah. you don't have a choice like there's certain things you have mm. to do mm. to like get enough of an audience to like yeah. spread your message mm. but it's like you are genuinely passionate yeah. about the message if mm. that makes sense yeah, yeah so it's yeah. like a weird fucking balance you gotta find huh? it is man it is but as part do of you the game do you know what I mean like, I'm not coming off like weird no. saying that yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all and look but, it, but it's true I mean look people are gonna pigeonhole you no matter what yeah. they see me tattoos muscles you know <laughs> I was reading people leave funny reviews all the time about me or the yeah. brand or whatever and, and, and often it's you know it's on off information that is just a glance you know they yeah. don't know me or they don't know the brand but that's part of the game and we've all got to go through that yeah. and if you put yourself out there it's way more of a risk me not putting myself out out there than it is yeah. i would rather cop heaps of hate and change you know yeah. millions of lies than cop no hate and play a small game and do nothing and be and you know and be no one and, and have no impact and leave no mm. legacy like it's it's part of the game and you have to accept that you've got to embrace it in fact and um and i really don't give a shit like people can say what they want about me because yeah. at the end of the day i'm just going to keep shining i'm going to keep representing i'm going to keep stepping up and 
often it's the people that aren't doing a lot that will, will oh, bitch yeah. and moan and um and i and i have empathy for them as well yeah. so look man it is part of the game and uh it is what it is and i've just got to keep leading from the front and trying to be the example and hopefully one day they might get some value from me and if they don't that's cool as well mm. you know and you've also got to remember you're not for everyone like mm. I'm not for everyone my brand's not for everyone and we often joke about this at Ultimate because we're super fucking positive and it's sickening sometimes people are like mm. I don't want to fucking high five I don't want to smile all the time I'm but like, dude, yeah I'm look, that guy like, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah like, 100% and that's cool like yeah. but when you're in my world that's what we fucking do and we rock out and, we, and we, we're proud of it yeah and, I love it and, and, and we leave and like you know, you go in there and you might be having the shittest day ever. Our mission is to turn that around. Yeah. And you're not going to turn it around by frowning and giving people the finger. Yeah. You're going to turn people's world around by high five smiles and being fucking genuine and sharing love and gratitude and mm. appreciation and then just doing some work as well. So, you know, that's the, the beautiful side of what we do. And then, of course, you know, the other side is it's pain and sacrifice and grinding and you and me talked about this before yeah. it's like work ethic and that stoic mindset and we try to bring it all together because i believe that's a philosophy of life that will get fucking results no matter what and at the end of the day what we are is not a, a fitness brand not a weight loss company not a you know all of these different things that we could be we are a philosophy of life that hopefully gives people the chance to either start again or evolve or just mm. do better and um and that's what we're trying to do every single day mm. yeah and man it like people i just don't think that and i didn't understand it either until i got into this world mm. that like it's a weird thing that goes on with like how the whole uh like ecosystem of yeah. social media works mm. and it's like as a creator yeah essentially you've got like creators that are like feeding shit into a slot machine mm. like we're just feeding it in yeah. and then you got the people that are looking at it and then yeah. they're scrolling it out so mm. it's like we're underneath mm. and then we're pushing out the content and as yeah. people scroll our shit mm. goes yeah, yeah, and like yeah, we're yeah. just in this game where then the the platform like instagram itself mm. makes money off the off the ads mm. so it's like it then starts to push your content based on how many people are engaging with yeah. it and yeah. to do that like Mm. if you want to keep growing mm. it's like you've that's why so many chicks have only fans now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because like yeah. you get to the fucking instagram thing and then mm. they just cap out yeah and it's like they're doing all they can mm. they're posting they're doing their yeah. x amount a day and yes. they're fucking doing it all and they're yeah, replying yeah, to stories yeah. and then they've capped yeah. it out yeah and then they're like mm. well fuck to keep growing like i gotta do only fans and now my, now mm. i gotta tease only fans content on my instagram yes and then what mm. like what's after that shit yeah. and and then you know guys like yourself like you're in the fitness industry mm. like you've got to have a nice car you've got to have mm. a nice watch mm. you've got to have muscles mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it's like then you've got to be interacting with people you've got to yeah. be face to face like mm -hmm. doing that whole thing and mm. it's just a it's a fucking gnarly game to yeah. to yeah. like be in and yeah. to uh it always like i don't have that many I don't know that I even associate with mm, it that much. Mm, like I yeah. feel like I, I don't, I don't do a lot of mm. that sort of face to face stuff, which yeah. I, again, like I know that that holds you back, mm. but yeah, it's interesting yeah. to talk to someone like you that is in that yeah. world and yeah. like you're accepting of it because mm. you've got a message that you want to get out there and yeah. you're passionate about that. Yeah. yeah and like, yeah. fuck, it's just interesting to me. Yeah, to, it is, man. And look to at me, it's like, you're like the, the pro athlete version of what, 
you know, yeah, the, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if yeah. this is a sport, you're like a yeah. pro athlete, and I'm still in the yeah. fucking minors with it. <laughs> well, look, man, and, and at the end of the day, looking like talking about the, the the things that we have, like whether a watch or a car or whatever it may be, you know, they're just for me, they're not they're not even the thing. Like, I could lose it all tomorrow, and I'll still find happiness and and rebuild and do whatever like it's never it's those things are great and yes we all want them like let's not fuck around and let's, let's not talk shit and say we don't want to have a great house and a great car and relationships and yeah damn straight absolutely yeah. and you will have one my friend there's no doubt <laughs> no, about no, it no. absolutely but again those things are just to me they're representations of the value that i've been able to give and yeah and the effort and the work that i've put yeah. into it and it's taken me 34 years to earn those things you know what i mean like yeah. that didn't happen i didn't just Wind hat slot. Oh, I didn't just get that. I, I fucking earned that. That's yeah. sleepless nights. That's pain. That's sacrifice. That's heartache. That's losing a lot of other stuff as well. I've lost a lot, a lot of money over time as well. It's like it's not just all wins. Yeah. There's losses and hurt and pain. That's fucking life. That's business, man. And we we don't share a lot of that. I like to share as much as I can at the time mm. because I I feel like that's the best value to give. Whenever I meet a mentor or someone of, of high value or interest you know very interesting i want to go to the deep and dark stuff straight away because mm. i don't care how i've seen the good stuff yeah you got you got cool shit or you say good shit or whatever yeah. it is but how do you show up when things are really fucked mm. that's what i'm inspired by because what i need personally what what i'm really good at but only because i've earned the right to be good at it is showing up like a fucking legend when it counts most mm. and i'm saying that it sounds a bit arrogant saying that but no, i i, I do that because i have to i've got too many people relying on me i've got too many clients and business partners and family members and friends that that need me in those moments so yeah. and and in those moments like I've, I remember there's times where I thought everything was going to crumble I've, I've been at my desk nearly crying and I've in my office I've got the, all these picture frames of inspiring people like Elon Musk and Jordan yeah. and, and people that I look up to and I always look up to them in those moments and I think if they can handle the pressure that they had to yeah. handle if they can handle the moments of pain nearly going under losing people losing things everyone turning on them everyone hating them and they can still show up and shine on and it's going to be okay yeah. then fucking i can do it too i can do it you know pressure is privilege i got pressure is privilege tattooed on my wrist here because i believe it yeah. and i live it every single day and i think that's the greatest gift that we can give especially in times like right now like all my yeah. all my melbourne friends and family are, are in stage yeah, four DK's lockdown in dk's lockdown. in there right yeah. now yeah, yeah man sqd all these people my, my parents my business partners you know um everyone's feeling it and mm. i feel for them so much right now you know i'm lucky enough to be up here working on our our brisbane location but um but i went through the first lockdown and i know what it's like and you know i keep trying to tell everyone and show everyone right now is the time that we need to step up the most mm. and and earn the right to be leaders earn the right to be great individuals because again it's so good to talk about how fucking great you are in the good times mm. yeah and how it's so easy to be good in the good times because you don't have to do anything mm. right but how are you going to show up now how are you going to show up when you're relationships falling apart how are you mm. going to show up when your business is falling apart how are you going to show up when the economy is falling apart how are you going to show up when the world seems to be falling apart that's what fucking matters right mm. that's what matters because if you can't show up great then you'll never get to the other side 
yeah, right? 100%. And um, and I think that's that's something we need to practice. We need to earn it, and we also need to glorify it. Because if we don't mm. glorify it, we won't fucking be energized to step into it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we should be talking about this more. We should be excited to show up like freaking warriors, like literally Monday Spartans in these times, and g each other up and g our friends up and like and get off on that, right? Yeah. Because then we can all rise together. That's what it's about. So many people are quick to like shut you down though when you like want to be that guy fuck them fuck them and but it's the culture I, like cult- yeah. that, wouldn't you agree that like I, look, a lot I agree. of people want to bring that shit I agree 100% but fuck them because again it, you have to have that mentality sometimes of fuck you true mm. <laughs> and fuck that opinion and so many people want to bring me down all the time people always try to come at me and nip at me and bring me down but there's no way I'm going to give them the satisfaction of lowering myself and lowering mm. my energy and my vibration and my mentality and my mindset, everything I've earned up until this point in character just to appease that person mm. or make them feel more comfortable with their low vibration. No way. You know, I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing right now because I push through that, past that and above that every single time. Mm. And if you want to be a great human and evolve constantly, that's your test. Because the greatest test that we face is others, the tribe, trying to lower you. And if you want to rise, that is your test. Every challenge from an outsider or an outside thing that is trying to break you, bring you down, lower you, you have to view that as a test from the universe saying, do you really want to be the person you say you want to be? Do you really want to have the things you say you want to have? Because if so, prove it. Show me. Show me you're going to fucking ignore that, ignore the noise and move on. Show me. Because if you can't show me now, there's no fucking way that you're going to be the person you want to be. Greatness is not given, it's earned. And that's your moment to earn it. Man, I, I've been uh, like a, just a, I don't know what you call like a little mantra or whatever that mm. I've sort of been thinking about lately. Uh, or it's like a, I guess like a, my go-to line when I meet just like that resistance of yes. like, you know, should I get out of bed? Should I fucking do this? Should mm. I do that? Like, should I go to the gym? Should mm. I, whatever it is mm. that, that resistance that you meet. And yeah. I've just started thinking um, just from a, from a chick that I've been seeing and she's like, she always says like I get what I want mm-hmm. like and that's like her line but yes. she, and she means it in like a lot of ways mm-hmm. like not just in the ways that you'd think yeah. and it makes me think about I'm like you fucking do get what you want mm-hmm. in life like mm-hmm. if you're fat you want it to be fat yeah 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 yeah. because you got yeah. there yeah. like it's literally just choices like, yeah 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 and, yeah and if you if you are Michael Jordan like mm-hmm. you wanted to be Michael Jordan yeah 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 and yeah. I think about the stuff that I've like not achieved what I said I mm. wanted to achieve well I didn't want it because mm. you mm. get what you want like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. everybody gets the like there's no life you deserve yeah 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 the life you deserve is the life that you want that's and right. the life that you get that's right and it and it is fucking simple but it's like mm. for some reason man like and that's why I re- respect your mm. mentality and your mindset like mm. you get so fucking fired up and mm. passionate about mm. it like mm. there's a lot of conviction in the the way that you say it and mm. I mean my conviction is not that strong all the time, you know? Mm, like, mm, there's certain mm. things where I'm pretty staunch on. Mm. And I feel like that maybe even is when your life kind of gets better. Yeah. Is when you just start to get super staunch on, like, yeah. shit you believe in mm. that attributes to that want, like, whatever it is yeah. you want. Yeah, you need to, because if you don't, you're going to be compromising constantly. Yeah. Now, I write about this in my book. It's about knowing 
who do you need to be who do you want to be and and crafting standards around that and benchmarks that you will not fucking compromise on you have mm. to be unreasonable in life if you want an unreasonably extraordinary life like yeah. you have to know who you are every single day part of my morning ritual is going through my personal code yeah. which is just who I need to be as an individual and how I need to think because there is so much distraction in life there are so many things taking us away so many people's opinions whether it's your friends, your family, the news, the media, so many things trying to pull you away from who you need to be, your purpose, your 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 space, your energy. And if you don't remind yourself daily, you will forget mm. and you will compromise on your values, on your code, on your benchmarks, on it's your true. standards. And so part of my practice is reminding myself of who I need to be. Even as simple things as, as like my energy, like reminding myself that, Energy just doesn't come from water and food. It's my mind. I create it when I fucking want energy. Mm. You know, it's not going to just come to me. My motivation is mine. I own it. You can't give me my motivation. You know, the, the media can't give me my motivation. I'm not going to sit around all day and wait for it to come to me either. That's I so will true. create it in the fucking morning. And if I feel a bit tired, I will create it again because that's what I choose. So you need to know who you are, what you want, and you need to write those standards down and you need to hold the fucking line yeah. hold it stand sure because if you don't protect that no one else fucking will man no one's going to be there for you to to say nah, nah that, that he's you're messing with his standards you're messing with his vibe you know yeah. no one's going to do that and this so is the difference right this is the difference between the extraordinary people and ordinary mm. it's that the extraordinary know who they are know what they want they set the standard they hold the standard and they fucking charge on no matter what and that's the difference is it tiring being like that like steadfast in your uh in your beliefs and in your standards though i think it's way more tiring not having what you want not living the life that you want it's way more tiring waking up in 10 20 years regretting that you fucking didn't have a go that you didn't reach your full potential because you were too afraid to fucking say what you want and hold the line man i'm built for war i'll fucking have conflict every single day in fact i'll embrace conflict every second of the day if i have to in order to have what i want i'm a, i'm at, at the core i'm a lover not a fighter but i will fucking fight to the, to the death to represent and to hold the line of what I want mm. and who I am and, and my values and my character and my code and, and to protect my company and my, and my employees and my business partners. And that's just what I've decided and what I continue to forge. So I think that it's way more tiring not being that person because I am not motivated and passionate about being less than what I deserve to be. That, that is a life that I'd rather not live, to be honest. So I get passionate and energized. And you've kind of lived that it. life before, right? What do you mean? You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You've lived a life that you don't want, right? 100%. Yeah, exactly right. So, you know, I've, I've, I've lived a life that I got sick of. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was sick and tired of taking drugs. I was sick and tired of being hung over all the time. I was sick and tired of being a tradie at one point. And, you know, I think that we all reach those points of just being unsatisfied. And often the thing that will inspire massive change within us is the pain of staying the same. And so you just need to appreciate that as well. When the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, change must happen. We say this all the time at Ultimate You. And often we need to feel that pain of stagnation, of not moving forward, that the pain of being 
you know, down on ourselves, of not loving ourselves or hating ourselves or hating our, our environment in order to be motivated enough and angry enough sometimes. You need to embrace that anger that we all feel sometimes to fucking change our situation, mm. right? Because again, you have to take responsibility for who you are and where you are. You have the results in your life that you have created. You have chosen them. And we live in Australia, the greatest country in the world, I believe, and we have every opportunity every opportunity to do more be more love more give more nothing is holding you back except for you and your mindset and your energy and the grit and determination that you choose to show up with every single day so i believe that yes i've lived that life i've lived uh, you know parts of my life that i don't like and i will again there'll be you know my life is always about running away from the comfort zone and you should always run away from it so i'll stretch myself and push myself and then all of a sudden that will then become my new standard and mm-hmm. that'll be my new comfort zone and i'll get bored there i yeah. will get sick of that what do you call that do you have like a name for that uh the comfort zone or like that process of like you kind of i call it new busy yeah i, just I call always it, feel like yeah. i get i'm like i kind of get a handle on shit barely mm-hmm. and then i get new busy yeah, i add yeah, more yeah. things and i yeah. do new shit yeah, and then yeah. i get new busy and yeah. like I, i'm always i feel like i don't spend enough time yeah. in like the good areas i feel yeah. like i probably try level up too quick yeah 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 look i just call it personal evolution man i just Mm. call it evolving and um and when you're conscious of it and you're constantly trying to push yourself you get into a really cool mental and emotional pattern of of feeling that stagnation and knowing that you nah it's time for more it's time to Mm. what's the next level what else can we do where else can we go and and i love that that's that's really what gets me going so yeah i think you've just got to accept that it's always going to be fucking hard. Absolutely. And the more you want, or the more you, well, the more you genuinely want, like, because mm. people think they want shit. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of like the one thing that I've really had to kind of like fuck off from mm. my life is mm. people that think they want stuff mm. and they don't actually want it. Yeah. And then I got to hear them kind of complain about like yeah. why they don't have the shit they have. And yeah, it's yeah. like, you don't want it. Mm. But the reality of it is is that it's like the more you want the Mm -hmm. harder your life will be that's right absolutely unless you're some fortunate soul Mm. that was born to the father of a millionaire you know what i mean like there's circumstances where you can be born into it then you're faced with a whole nother set of problems because you're never gonna have to work for anything yeah but if you're coming from a place lower Mm. than where you want to be Mm. then like the more you want to have mm. the harder your life is going to yeah, be yeah, yeah. and then it's sort of like people like yourself you just accept it mm. that it's going to be way mm. harder mm. and 100%. then like you said you hold the line like yeah. a lot of people just accept that like they all it's almost like they just accept that they mm. can't have any more yeah yeah that's it's true a they weird settle. thing they settle and I, and I just want to touch on a point you just mentioned i think we've got two options in life we can either choose comfort or we can choose constant challenge and, and evolution right and the people that you were just discussing the ones that sit there and choose not to have it and then bitch about it they've chosen mm. comfort they've chosen to feel comfortable and not face the possibility of failure not face the possibility of rejection not face the possibility of the naysayers and the critics not face the possibility of bankruptcy not face the possibility of losing time energy effort money not face the possibility of feeling that pressure mm. you know and then the other option is challenge and evolution where you face 
uncertainty every fucking day. You face fear every day. You have to face the darkest parts of you. You have to face the fear of rejection and, and failure and criticism. Am I good enough? All the self-doubt. You know, evolution and challenging yourself to change and grow in any facet of life takes you facing your darkest demons every day. That voice in your mind mm. that wants you to settle. We've all got it. That's the dominating voice for the majority. The the voice that says, you're not good enough. You're, you're not smart enough. This can happen. You're going to fail. You're going to lose. Who do you think you are? All of these unresourceful that unresourceful dialogue that unresourceful narrative that we're constantly playing out in our minds and again you can accept that voice and that narrative and then choose comfort and it can go away for a little bit mm. and then and then you can accept that and just dwell in that and and settle or you can fucking fight you can fight every day you can step up and you can listen to the voice but know that you're not that that part of the voice. Mm. You're not that feeling. Detach yourself and say, thank you for trying to protect me. I'm going to move the fuck on now, right? Mm. And say, thank you, move on. Thank you, move on. You're not smart enough. Thank you, move on, right? And just keep fucking moving on. Man, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. You know, I didn't even finish high school. I left high school at like 15, 16, did an apprenticeship, you know, and, and, and I always had this limiting belief that I'm not good enough and I might not be able mm. to pull this off. And, you know, and I grew up, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm not, you know, all of these things, but I just choose to fight that demon daily. And I still, of course, have thoughts like that, but I'm just so good now at saying, thank you, fuck off, moving on. Yeah. That's so fucking mm. cool. Like, yeah, just the, the, conviction that you have like it even it even takes like genuine courage to like have that level of conviction that mm. you have because like essentially the with the level of conviction that you have in the way that you talk like you're setting the fucking standard for mm. the life that you have to live mm. so high mm. like most mm. people i feel like uh have you read ego is the enemy yeah yeah so i read that recently yes. and uh it's funny the the whole like that negative voice in your head right mm. the ryan holiday is actually referring to that negative voice as ego yeah yeah whereas because i've always had like a weird thing around what is ego and mm. and because i went so it just started from school like kids would tease you at school and yeah. we had a bit of a weird upbringing the way that we grew up like mm. we we're in cape york a lot and we yeah. were like uh, you know six seven years old like mm. driving police cars around and, yeah, and yeah. like and then i'd come back to school and i'd be like oh man we did this on the holidays and then everyone's like oh you fucking full of shit like yeah. and that tease you for it i was just so confused about <laughs> yeah. like i'm like fuck that's literally what i was doing you know? <laughs> yeah and then you yeah. you start to feel like oh you can't big note yourself you can't be mm. you can't mm. say good mm. shit that you did you mm. can't and then you think that that positive voice in your head that's mm. like this uh exciting passionate thing that you've yeah. got in you like i feel like i spent a big part of my life just suppressing that yes. as as like that's your ego mm. but then when you read that book and then you hear him talk about that negative voice mm. in your mind's actually ego as well yeah yeah because it wants to keep you as safe and unharmed yes. and, and as as protected mm -hmm. as as yeah. possible yeah. Yeah. to save face yeah. and that's why there is that negative voice and it's it's funny like it's something i've been trying to read quite a bit into mm. lately and and then you hear him say that and it makes sense to me that that mm. negative voice is is like your ego as well yeah. and the you know 
not wanting to put yourself out there because mm. you didn't want to fail and get mm. judged like that's mm. ego 100%. and it's funny that you know you kind of spend your whole life thinking one thing is ego mm. and then just fully delving into like giving into that that yeah. voice at yeah. times where and it's like well that's actually mm. that like ego as well and it's like mm. you really just need to exist in a space where like yeah. you're just being very true to yourself mm. regardless of what people think left or right you that's know? right 100 percent. i think it comes down to when you having that awareness takes practice and that it also to to earn that you need to really know where you want to go and what you want to have yeah like where you want to go and what you want to have because then you can break down you can then listen to your thoughts and your beliefs mm. and say okay is that thought or that belief resourceful or unresourceful is that helping me get closer to my goals or further away and mm. you can start making logical decisions around the thoughts and the stories that you're running in that moment because most of the thoughts we have aren't there to help us achieve or move forward and we don't question them often we just think it feel it and accept it mm. and isn't that fucked up like think about the amount of negative dialogue that we have and we think it, we feel it, accept it. Think it, feel it, accept it. And it just layers. It's like pancake on pancake, getting bigger and bigger and bigger until that's our reality. That's how our reality yeah. is created. These thoughts and feelings layered over time. Now, you wake up every single day and you're going to run thousands of thoughts no matter what. Yeah. Right? It's like 50,000 or something. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So think about that. Over 50,000 thoughts a day are going to happen whether you like it or not. So what's the option that we have? We can either choose to start learning to control it as much as possible or let it run and roll the fucking dice and see how life turns out. Mm. That is going, going to truly decide your reality, the quality of your reality, right? So whether you live a great life or an average life, whether your reality is positive, full of love, full of gratitude, full of optimism, full of amazing experiences or full of sadness, you know, doubt, you know, all the bad things that come with that. And so every single day waking up and choosing mm. to be conscious, have awareness, and then start to dictate and, and, and craft your thoughts and your emotional state is the smartest fucking thing you can do as a human being. Mm. Full stop. Like that's my number one priority is out of everything. Shit? Pardon? Your morning routine. Well, that yeah, that's definitely that's part, part of because it. Because it's part of it. Yeah. yeah, but at a macro level, just controlling my thoughts and feelings. Mm. And I and I'm again, I'm still not the master. I'm still learning and I'm still trying and I still have my well, my you, moments. You won't master it. That's right. Like that's the kind of the point. Right? Yeah. Well, that's right because you're exactly right. You're always pushing the boundaries as well yeah. because as soon as you you do and you want to go bigger and better and challenge yourself more in business or more in relationships or more in anything, you know that it's gonna you're going to go to a dark place. That voice is going to pop up again and say, "Who the fuck do you think you are? Mm. You think you can you think you can go from 18 sites to 500 locations? You think that you can change, you know, 250,000 lives to 1 million lives? You think that you can have a TV show or a book or whatever it may be?" Anything that I choose to do next, I'm going to have that, the, the war, the war's on, right? Mm. The battle will begin. But I choose to fight and win the battle every single day. But you got to practice, man. you got to practice. you got to be excited about it too. you got to be passionate about it. And then to make it easy, you got to systemize it, just like a business. Mm. Systemize your life through rituals, through your practices, your daily practices, through meditation, mm. to, again, take control of who you are and where you're going and how you feel on that journey as well um so you can win every day yeah the um uh, have you heard much of like joe Dispenza? Mm. 
Yeah, like have you read, awesome. have you read yeah. any of his stuff? Yeah, I have. Yeah, that breaking the habit of being yourself. Yes. Yeah, that that's such a good line that he said is like you're because essentially like what you I feel like what most people's insecurities are like your insecurities in life hold you back. Yeah, like that's right. you were insecure about being fucking chubby or mm. poor or whatever mm. it is. Mm. Like if if you have those insecurities, yeah. if you don't overcome them, mm. then you stay fat and whatever, or yeah. you stay feeling in those, mm. those sort of ways. And then that becomes like this internal versus external yes. battle. Yes. Like what's going on inside you versus what's going on in mm. the world. And it's like the further apart those things mm. are, mm. the, the, like the less quality reality that you can live. Like you're That's disconnected right. from reality. Yeah. And then, but it's like your insecurities come from, like your personality mm. because your personality is how you interface with the world yeah and then for joe Dispenza says like your personal reality mm. is your personality yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what that is yeah so it's like you, you kind of just follow backwards mm. and then it's like your your personal reality is what you said it's mm. the thoughts that you tell yourself yeah and, and, and the meanings that we create so just to, to put it really simply like this this quote changed my life and it we're meaning makers in a meaningless world Right, mm. we're meaning makers in a meaningless world, meaning that everything in life only has the meaning that we choose to attach to it. Right, mm. and your meaning of this situation right now and my meaning is probably different. Right, or it is definitely different. We feel differently. We see mm. things slightly differently. Depends depending on the lens and the beliefs and our past experiences. Yeah, and so if you can just understand that as truth and you can go into every challenge or every life situation knowing that I have the power to select the meaning that I want mm. for this situation, then you can change that as well. So a great question to ask is what, what meaning am I attaching to this? When yeah. you feel, you know, you have a fight with someone and, and you're feeling terrible and or you're angry and you, you want revenge or whatever it may be and you got to ask the question, what meaning am I attaching to it? Is the meaning that I'm not good enough? Am I, so, am I really that angry about this little thing because I'm actually attaching the meaning that I'm not good enough or I'm going to lose something or, yeah. you know, what is the underlying meaning and factor behind it? And then that comes that down state. to like your insecurities. That's like, right. And your you fears. Yeah. yeah. And so it just helps you shine a light on what the real problem is, what, what the real wounds are. So then you have an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to change. And we often don't give ourselves that opportunity. We just mm. feel it, we think it, and then we behave. Yeah, but I just don't think people know that they can control that That's shit. Right, they don't. That's yeah. right. And this is what we talk about, about and learning, the gift. Right? Yeah, and it's like we, we were talking about meditation because you don't meditate as such a lot, mm. right? So no, not for long stretches. I definitely do. But in, in more like... You've got your own kind of ways That's that right. you do it, right? Mm. Yeah. So, but have you ever done any stuff where you're like 20, 30 minutes just sitting down and trying to like not think? And yeah, I have. So, yeah, I have, yeah. Definitely. I think that like, because that's been something mm. that I've been doing for a while. Mm. And that I think that there's a few things that I think it's weird with meditation. Like there's, uh, there's so much like kind of shit attached to it now. Mm. Like it's branded. Like mm. that's the same as being vegan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my, my best mate's vegan, mm. but mm. between me and him, like yeah. uh, we meet up for lunch and we'll do like a, we go to a vegan place, but like, that's mm. it. Mm. Like there's no other meanings of vegan to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you think vegan, you think of all the things that have been attached to it. Mm. And it's the same with meditation, mm. I think. Mm. Mm. But I just don't think people like, I never did it for ever until, you know, a year or so ago mm. because 
I didn't get it. I didn't get why I should mm-hmm. do it. I didn't mm-hmm. understand like concepts mm-hmm. around it, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Because I feel like whenever you're trying to learn shit, like concepts is probably like yeah. the best place to start. Like, yeah. okay, why should I be doing this? Like, give me Absolutely. the concept of reading or meditating or working. Like, what's mm. the what's the concept? Yeah. And to me, like, it's sort of taken me a while to even like literally a year hmm. to get to the point where I kind of understand some concepts yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like it if people knew the things mm. that like mm. I'm kind of figuring out mm. and he, because if I knew them I'd be like fuck I mm. should have done this ages ago yeah, but yeah, like yeah. there's a uh, realistically like what you're trying to do with the meditation mm-hmm. stuff is just like be able to like filter thoughts and realize Mm. that like there is a disconnect like there is a time and it's like even if it's at the start of meditating it's like three seconds where you cannot think a thought Mm. and then it's like you get longer and like maybe now i could spend like minutes where i don't think a thought or it's like i'm i'm getting a thought but i'm Mm. rejecting it instantly like as it as it comes up and it's just this Mm. sort of time that goes on and then I've been finding now that like I'm getting really like good ideas and I'm thinking like yeah. good shit because there's like space. You're detoxing. You're like, yeah, you're exactly right. You're opening up bandwidth, aren't you? Yeah. And, mm. and I think that when you start to get a, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but like mm. you sort of start to get a feeling like your head's like this big black box mm. essentially. Yeah. And, and then it's like, it feels like, it's no space at all it just Mm. feels like it's just that's all that there is but then the more that you can sort of train it Mm. you start to realize that like oh the thinking happens in like that part of Mm. the box Mm. and then this part of the box it's just kind of like some space Mm. and then like in uh i've been reading that marcus aurelius book yeah and there's like a really cool just a one line thing that he says is like every man has it's not a direct quote Hmm. it's like every man has like a sanctuary within his mind yes and then he's like you should aim to retreat there often yeah Yeah. and then now like even that that's Mm. like you know a year later Mm. like i can attach a little bit more of my own meaning to it based on like experience now Mm. where i'm like oh what he means is like that's the place where like you can just get you can just get further away you know from From the noise Yeah. yeah And then, you know, you can, I've had times like, I got a guy I don't really like and I've, and I try to not think badly of people just mm, in general. Mm. Like I just, it's just a, a thing that I just try to not do. Yeah. Not talk shit on people. Yeah. Not think bad about yeah, people. Yeah. And this fucking guy, it just always <laughs> enters my brain. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you'll get a bit of stimulus and then mm. I just get like fucking swept up in like these mm. feelings of shit. Like it, yeah. it's just a dude I really don't, don't yeah, like. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> And like just recently, I got that feeling and it was there for like a second. Mm. And then I was just like dumped, like nice. you're out, dude. Like, nice. sorry. And yeah. it and it is coming sort of back from that. Mm. But like, man, it's like 32 when I, you know, 30 yeah. when I started to yeah. really dedicate myself to like even mm. trying. And mm. I, I don't know, it just, it has like the wrong message. But man, once you can start to disassociate mm. yourself like what even what yourself is yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. different to what you think it is yeah. like you can detach from that that mm. person and you can but then you can choose when you do start thinking about shit power. stuff like it's ultimate power it, mm. yeah and i mean like i will be the first to admit mm. i'm very long way away mm. and i've even actually thought about doing have you ever done a, a, any like 
retreats where like you just do that sort of shit like just meditating and stuff like that no so i've done not full retreats no mm. no so again i've done classes and sessions and breath work and a whole bunch of cool yeah. stuff but um not full retreats or not like silence retreats which would be yeah. another, another layer be crazy, which would be yeah. epic yeah but no i haven't i haven't i've mm. thought about that recently like uh because i've gone away and done like fight camps and yeah, yeah. camps where it's just 10 days and you just mm. train hard as fuck and yeah. it's so sick yeah and I, I was thinking the other day i'm like man i wonder if i could go and do like a 10 day like mm. meditation retreat or yeah. but it, i just would have to find somewhere that doesn't want to do weird shit yeah like because i don't <laughs> give a fuck about chakras i don't give a yeah, fuck yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. any yeah, of that yeah. respect to it all yeah, yeah i'm not trying to do that yeah, yeah you know like i just want nothing you just, just want to meditate i, I just yeah. want to be fucking gone yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. uh but yeah, it's, it is crazy, man, when you can really start to, mm. you know, and it's through just choices mm. that you make, you know, yeah. like you can, mm. like there's some times where you can just go on, like that's why they call it a train of thought. That's right. It's like you get on this fucking yeah. train yeah. and then it's like, you just on until it stops yeah, yeah. you don't know when the fuck that some people are on mm. trains that last years 100%. like hating their job hating their fucking life oh, like that's a train that you've got on and people get addicted to that pattern of feeling a certain way about a certain thing or that mm. feeling of of being lost that feeling of depression that feeling of sadness people actually you know get addicted to that pattern and they what's just, better the devil you know well that's right that's often the case and just to touch on the point from the start of that conversation where you're talking about the the concept or the value about mm. a certain thing you know part of um, a motivation strategy is that you've got to start getting really good at being able to document or at least dot point the value or the benefits of the mm. thing that you want to stay consistent at so it might be meditation it might be study you're gonna you're going to you need to study a topic it might be weight loss whatever it is but you know having one value proposition or one benefit or two benefits is not enough yeah. to push you through the challenging moments of constant repetition towards mastery right mm. so you're now seeing more and more value from meditation in regards to maybe you're more calm more focused better ideas clearing the mind maybe you're feeling high levels of happiness and satisfaction like you need to get so clear on that full list until all of a sudden you value stacked so five much, pages yeah, yeah. that it's undeniable that yeah. that is your fucking thing right you have to Problem do that thing. it takes a long time to like understand the benefits mm. and mm. I, I think that that's one of of like the downfalls of of like just our culture in general mm, and mm, i feel like mm. this is why in the east mm. like all of this shit yeah. is just so like this goes without saying like yeah. literally everybody understands this that mm. grew up in the east but like our culture is around like mm. you see the best dude you see like the best of everything you mm. see people that have nice shit or heaps of money mm. and it's just so instant and it's mm. like people just think like and even i get this with mm. sam all the time like mm. that motherfucker mm. has been grinding yeah like like a dog absolutely like, maybe Massive more than anybody i yeah. know yeah and i fucking love that about yeah, this dude yeah, yeah, yeah. and right now yeah. he's fucking killing it absolutely and everybody looks at it with mm. this like different perspective yeah. because it's like you only take notice once it starts shining yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like he wasn't always doing that. Yeah, like 100%. he's 
He's earned his place. He's Crazy. earning it, right? And big shout out to Sammy, absolute legend. But you're right. He's a fucking smart, super smart guy, super dedica- dedicated guy, relentless and consistent in his mission and what he's doing. And and it's undeniable. Now you cannot deny how fucking good he is. And he'll continue to grow from that. Yeah. And that's what you need to be the best of what you do in your category and whatever you do, you know? But I just think it's like mm. kind of discouraging almost for people mm. when like because what you see is like mm. you only see the person as a star when they're shining mm. bright mm. but it's like you like Billie Eilish mm. I didn't fucking see mm. Billie Eilish yeah, before yeah. she had yeah. like the sickest songs mm. and mm. the sickest mm. video clips but th- that's a lack of that's a lack of the education society because yeah. that's on them yeah. that's on if you're going to judge someone on their their chapter 10 and compare it to your chapter 1 and then hate on them yeah. or whatever it is well that's but on I, you I don't even think it's hate I think it's just people like don't want to like they won't stick at something long enough to get to chapter Absolutely. 10 because it's like they just think it happens quickly. Exactly. Well, that, that, that's so true. And it's, again, it's that lack of education. Mm. And they and I think in those situations, what I love to do, you know, you look at Sammy or you look at anyone who's successful and you want to ask, what are their beliefs? What, mm. what did he have to believe about himself to get to where he is right now? You look at Michael Jordan. What was his mindset? What was his belief? You know, you saw the Michael Jordan doc. No, right? no. Oh, man, you'll throw off on that. you got to watch it. It's great. But if you really have an insight into his ment- like mentality and his mindset. Yeah. And that's the greatest gift. So when you see someone successful, you know, don't look down on yourself or don't yeah. don't take it upon yourself to feel bad or feel jealous or any other emotion except for curiosity. You need to be curious about... What how? does that per? How? Yeah. What? What did he? Where did he come from? How did he get there? What did he have to do? Who is that person? What are his characteristics? What does he believe in? What's his values? Mm. Right? And then you can deconstruct that human, his human potential. And then you can say, I'm going to do that. I'm going to replicate that. I'm going to model that. And mm. then you become that yourself. That's how you create success. You don't just become successful you need to look at those people and 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 pick it apart and ask great questions be curious about that person and again their internal game and then model it and recreate mm. it it's a beautiful thing when you can ask great questions my mm. uh, a big thing that i know you do this for just from listening to you and bliss mm. the other day mm. is the your like whole morning routine thing yeah and i saw i posted about it um i can't remember maybe yeah i, I wrote something a little bit about it but like it literally like gypsy tales like the name of this comes yeah. because like i was just a dude that just traveled around the world constantly i yeah. had no base i just yeah. that's all i did forever yeah. yeah and and i just like literally it was just like what people would call me yeah and and it, i was the opposite of routine and yeah. then i like i almost like identified with my success as a result of mm. not having that yeah so yeah. like that was a story i sort of told myself yeah 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 and i was like oh yeah but no that shit just doesn't work for me mm. like i work better when i'm just like sleeping in an airport and yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like i i fuck i just liked it you mm. know like i enjoyed the yeah. i enjoyed the challenge of that mm. and i feel like there's there's probably like some deeper stuff behind it as well like where almost wanted to like back myself in a corner always to where like yeah. if at least if i fucked up i had like a good enough reason yeah so it was yeah, like yeah, i wanted yeah, to yeah. stack the deck so far against yeah. myself yeah, yeah i was almost yeah. i was down to like fail spectacularly yeah and then people just be like oh well dude i mean fuck you gave it a go yeah like, it was yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty gnarly what you're yeah. trying to do yeah but um but then nowadays like and especially fucking through this whole coronavirus mm. shit 
like I just haven't been able to travel yeah like at all yeah. I've been to Sydney once yeah exactly and right. then it's like but normally dude like I was in fucking mm. December October, uh, December January I was in like fucking yeah. three countries four yeah. countries yeah yeah. and it's like that's just how yeah. my shit always is but like yeah. now man I've like literally endeavour to do the same thing in the mm. morning yeah, seven yeah, yeah. days a week yeah great like I don't even want the weekend so you've off now it. started incorporating routine yeah it's like the best awesome. part of my whole fucking day yeah yeah. And like my whole perspective has changed mm. around it. Mm, and it's powerful. like my my thinking is, so like I get up, every day I try to get up at six. Mm. Sometimes shit happens, you stay up later. Yeah. But I'll, I started setting just a timer for eight hours yeah. as opposed to an alarm. Yeah. So that no matter what, I was getting eight hours of sleep. If yeah. I wake up fucking half an hour, like went to bed half, whatever, yeah. I got my eight hours. Mm. I did not get out of bed yeah. until the timer went off mm. that made a pretty big difference yeah. just in itself yeah, like yeah guaranteeing yeah. eight hours of sleep yeah yeah and um and then i get up since i've hurt myself i've started before i make my coffee i do mm. like this yoga poster thing yeah just to try and like help this whole injury deal yeah yeah and uh and then i get up i make my coffee and mm. i even do it and like the the point of it all mm. is for everything to like take as long as possible yes yeah. because I just want to like yeah. do it yeah, and it's yeah, almost yeah. like a meditation in itself where yeah. it's like I'm just trying to do like everything step by step mm. and it just becomes like this weird it's a ritual yeah absolutely. and I would have just thought it was like the coo- and I've yeah. heard fucking Tim Ferriss talk about it and <laughs> yeah, you see yeah, like yeah. everyone on YouTube like this yeah. is my morning ritual and it's yeah. like at this point it's so mm. feels so like cheesy and cliche yeah, 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 yeah. but like yeah. then now that I've put some like solid time mm. into it yeah and now i'm like oh dude i was talking to a friend that mm. is super into his coffee yeah and then i was yeah. like dude what could i do to make it take longer yeah to where it's like it's a four minute cup of coffee yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I get up i weigh the beans yeah then i put the beans in yeah and I weigh what comes out and yeah. i have that time and weigh the shot and yeah so it's like i'm just doing everything i can as yeah. long as possible then yeah. i read for an hour yeah and then shower and then i've started uh it's funny like i'm just like adding random shit i into love it. that and uh and then so i get in the shower and then i've got like a speaker in there mm. like a bluetooth thing and then i just play ice cube it was a good day yeah. on repeat <laughs> yeah i love that so, so it's, it's like, like so it's like an anchor or a um yeah an anchor for an emotional state because it makes you feel a certain way right oh well, like, i just mm. listen to the lyrics well one i'm fucking pumped i didn't grow up in compton yeah because <laughs> like all the shit that makes his yeah. day a good day is yeah. like not getting killed by the cops yeah yeah and yeah, yeah, not yeah getting done for drugs immediate perspective like gnarly yeah. shit so mm. like you get a bit of perspective because yeah. i've fucking been to compton like yeah, i've yeah, seen yeah. that shit yeah and uh and then yeah it's just like that good vibe and yes. like instantly I just started out I was like today was a fucking good day yeah I love it. and that. like my theory behind again like my concept underneath yeah. it is I'm like alright so if I get up and between the hours of 6 mm. and 9 mm. and the other thing is like I'm not stressing to get to work yeah by a certain time mm. because I'm like if I've got an appointment in the morning like I've got to get to work before then but otherwise yeah. I'll just work a little bit at night yeah, yeah, for yeah. the sake of having like a great morning. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, but like I sort of, my, my theory is, mm. is like, even if, well, like the reading for me is like mm. a non-negotiable. Yeah. Like that's just like my, what's one of my favorite parts yeah. of my day. I love how day. disciplined you are around that. It's really cool. Well, I just, mm. it's just to me, that's, it's literally like, mm. it's as good as fucking like, meeting up with someone for a coffee yeah. it's, it's like it's really important yeah. to me it's yeah, as good yeah, as going yeah. for a ride or doing yeah. jiu-jitsu or whatever yeah. 
And then, so like my theory is that like, all right, so I've got up, I've done a bit of yoga, mm. I've looked after my body, mm. I made a coffee, which I really enjoy. Yeah. And then I use that as like a process to just try not to have thoughts. Yeah. There's no social media at this yeah. point. There's no phone, awesome. there's no nothing. And then, then I read for my mm. hour and then I listen to that song and I have a shower. And mm. then it's like in my eyes, it's nine o'clock. Mm. Even if I have kind of a shitty day at work yeah. or when like something bad happens, mm. I've already had a good day yeah, like yeah, even yeah, if yeah, i yeah. just did so that true. even so if i true. just did from yeah. six till nine yeah i've already had a good day yeah. if it goes a little bit to shit in the afternoon yeah. fuck it who yeah. cares yeah. Yeah. and then i know 100 percent that my alarm goes off the yeah. next day yeah. and then i get a chance to have another good i love that you know what That's i mean so good yeah and it, to me it just like now i just don't skip it yeah it's become a thing what yeah. i have like i have no desire to skip it and mm. even um so a friend asked me the other day like oh are you sleeping in tomorrow mm. and I'll be like oh maybe but I'll still do my shit like yeah. I'll do my routine yeah. I don't it's like such a good thing to me mm. like I don't want a day off it yeah, 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 if yeah. I can't do it on the weekend because yeah. I'm doing yeah. something else I'm yeah. not stressed yeah. but I still want to do it 100% and absolutely. it's like as cliche as it sounds to go like you've got to have a morning routine mm. it fucking works like yeah. it's a cliche for a reason yeah, and you yeah, can yeah. choose to be like better than that <laughs> yeah. and like cooler than that yeah. and like I don't need that. I don't need mm. this. And it's like, oh, cool, man. Maybe you don't need it. Yeah. But fuck, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Works exactly for a lot of right. people. Yeah. And uh, it works and It's about results at the end of the day, right? So it's like if you're if you're not happy with your results, then try something new. Try something different. Don't worry about the labels that mm. all the things that may be cool or uncool because of, you know, beliefs or things that you've heard. Fucking have a look at what successful people are doing in that space. Mm. And if they're doing it, give it a shot. Like, what do you got to lose, really, right? So, again, I, I'm, I'm all for that, just seeing what the greats are doing. And if they're like, well, I do this ritual, then mm. I'll fucking do the ritual. I'll try it because I want to see if I can get the same results and replicate it, just like a recipe, right? Mm. And so I love that because it's also a really important thing. If people are feeling lost or drifting or feel a lot of uncertainty or anxiety, often they don't have enough certainty yeah. in their day to keep them on course so a lot of people that have anxiety and depression and things like that don't have rituals because they don't have that go-to system to center themselves continuously mm. and so i know for me if i don't run my ritual i i feel less than i normally do on on, on a day that i do do it so, so explain your ritual so i wake up in the morning first thing i do is have a shower go straight to my vision board on my computer then I take a moment to sort of just view it and feel it I put on a, a song as well what's your song you put intro. on intro do you know the, the song called intro who's it by should I play it who's it by um, that's a good question let me just have a quick look is it Outcast? Uh no it's a, it's just like a oh, pull, that pull, XX pull this bit closer to like yeah, you, can, you don't have to come to it you can just pull it should over I, towards should I play you. that or not if you want yeah Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's perfect, man. It gets me jacked. But it just—that is sick. Yeah, right. So it's yeah. like, well, I have the same thing with like Ice Cube. Song, exactly. You know? Right. So, so I play that real quick, just to like, just this Set is the, the instant vibe. Like this is what I go for. No, no, no. The oh, Ice, Ice Cube. One. Yeah, yeah. Which just see the that? see if you can feel the same vibe. Which one is it? Uh, uh, today was a good day. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. I think it, it was a good day. Is the actual song title. But yeah, this has been like the. Some... It's right there. Yeah. I feel like it's right there. That's good. 
And then you start getting into, into yeah. the lyrics of it. Yeah. But yeah, I just put that on, shower. Yeah, I love that. Got the shower going. It's I think like, it's important. And that, and that takes is, you to man. that it's place sick. faster. Yeah. If you're like ingraining that, it'll yeah. trigger it within you. So if you're having a shitty day, you can put on the song and it'll take you to that place immediately. Oh, I've had it yeah. too where like I just mm. didn't feel like... Like this morning, I kind of didn't get to do my shit like yeah. exactly like how I wanted to. Mm. I got a roommate now. Yeah. And it's like I've kind of had to bend a few different things yeah, i need yeah. to just set up like some shit in my room so i can do my reading in my mm. room but um but yeah i was like ah oh, fuck i really just didn't get through what i wanted to get through yeah and uh and then i went in the shower and then just fucking put on that and i was like yeah fuck it was a good, it was a good day <laughs> yeah Jesus absolutely fuck, it was a good day. i love that and i think that's important as well to have music like a yeah just a soundtrack to your, to yeah. your rituals and then um yeah and then i go through my goals and then i go through my code and i do gratitudes so it's all just designed to keep me focused, remember who I need to be, what I'm fighting for every single day, and why I'm sacrificing so much. Like, why am I facing so much challenge, sacrifice, pain every day? Because I'm chasing yeah. something great. So mm. what, like, how... Because I don't really have goals, mm. I'd say. Mm. Like, and I don't know... I, I guess, like, if I sat and thought about it, I mm. probably subliminally have goals. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't say, like, if mm. you're like, what are your goals right now? I wouldn't... Mm. I, my goal is, like... It is not to be. I wouldn't say I want the number one podcast in Australia. Yeah, like that's not a goal. Mm. I don't give a fuck. Mm. Yeah, 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 and yeah. but I mean, there's obviously some kind of goal to like have something mm. good or to have, yeah. you know. But I couldn't tell you offhand. Like mm. I bet if I asked mm. you exactly mm. what your goals were, I bet mm. you could tell me. You know. Yeah, hundred. And like, how big do you go? Like, what are your? Mm. So, so I break my goals down into categories firstly. So like business, career, relationships, fitness, all of it. So then each category, I've got macro and micro goals, long-term and then, and then short-term. And so that way, everything sort of pieces together. I know where I want to be, what I want to have when I'm 50, 60 years old, what I want to look like, one of those old jacked guys, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Salt and, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And then you bring in, then you bring it back to reality, to right now, and what's it going to take to hit all those milestones along the way? My career goals, you know, changing one million lives in Australia, getting the TV show off the ground, taking my company public, all of those things are uh, either short-term or, or long-term goals. Yeah. And then... I see it and I feel it every day so then I can proactively chase that. And I think, you know, you said that you don't consciously have goals, but you 100% unconsciously I know have I goals. Uncon yeah. yeah, but I just couldn't recite them, you know. Exactly. Like. And, and it's worth doing, man, 100%, because look at what you've been able to create without goals when you fucking have a focus. Dude, you're supercharging what you do. Because think about it, you, you're moving forward every day either towards something or vaguely floating around yeah. right and it's better to just have a target it's better to go towards it you know it may not to be to have the number one podcast but it could be um you know all the other side things that the podcast gives you whatever it may be yeah. it could be an emotional state it could be significance it could be whatever but again getting clear on what you want and why you want it it makes life purposeful and meaningful and it just injects it with even more passion so mm. i think it's um it's a worthwhile practice to have no doubt mm. is there days where you like want to have off this shit or have you been doing it so long that like it is just like an 
it's just second nature. No, nah, I don't, I don't want to have day off it because I because I, do you like do you want to and then you fight that urge or is it are you at the point where you don't even have that urge? No, nah, now I now it's about me. Like I feel better. Like I love it. I love it. It's second nature, and it's um and it's something that you love to do. It's like morning coffee. It might taste like shit the first time you have it, but you know then yeah. you get an acquired taste. It's like yeah. beer. Yeah. No one fucking likes beer the first time yeah, they have beer. And then of course after a while I want a beer on a hot day. And yeah. now it's the same thing with goal setting and purpose and vision and values and all these things because I am a greater version of me when I'm on that train when I'm mm. when I run that pattern and so every day because I want to be the best version of me every day I choose to do it even if I'm hungover or whatever it may be I'll still want to do it yeah um, because it'll make me feel better and I know that it's the right thing to do for the mission at hand and for who I want to grow into do you have mm. like a um like a gear where you like really need to blow off steam Hmm. or are you able to just like kind of cruise along and you don't need to have like those sort of big blowouts uh like during party or whatever well just like i feel like everyone's Mm. got their shit like Mm. i need i i need to ride i need to do jujitsu like there's like shit i don't i'm not a party guy Mm. and um but that's like just health shit you know like i can't really drink that much yeah yeah so like i'm sort of not there with that but like I, I would say like I need to blow off steam like yeah. I just can't yeah. keep that fucking pace and that's why yeah. I've got like my riding and that's mm. why I've got the jiu-jitsu stuff and yeah, yeah. you know the, even yeah. reading is a bit of an escape you mm. know like you can fucking hang out wherever in the world in whatever time period yeah. for a while yeah, and yeah. you're just like you're dipping out on life for mm. a bit but mm. like I often wonder if I try and spend too much time because that's all that shit's escapism Mm. like when I'm doing jiu-jitsu that's escapism when I'm riding moto that's all escapism Mm. and I feel like everyone everyone needs that shit to a point and but it's like I wonder I'm like fuck how much time is like too much time Mm. to Mm. spend in that state Mm. and like do you feel like you have the Mm. urge to like blow off steam in that kind of way I do but I choose I choose forms that aid in what I'm doing anyway so like reading no matter what that's an escapism but it's still actually making you smarter better sharper adding wisdom and and value to your life you know I choose working out Um, I work out twice a day usually minimum so that's my outlet for energy and aggression and whatever it may be because it would be hard to like be as intense and as can like with live with the kind of conviction that mm, you do like mm. be fucking tiring mm. dude yeah 100 percent. and you know that's what sleep's for i recover and sleep but then but not even tiring in like the physical tiring mm. sense but just like fuck another day of just being a sick cunt like mm. in terms of like the, <laughs> you know like the like you gotta yeah. attack that w- mm. to live the life mm. that you live and i'm only knowing you a few weeks yeah, and yeah, i'm just yeah, like yeah. fuck this cunt has just yeah. like just goes and goes and goes and, yeah. and it's like that's tiring Mm. in terms Mm. of like for me like because yeah you meet that resistance but Mm. i wonder with people like you whether you've met that resistance so much Mm. and Mm. so many times like it's just not there anymore yeah i I think it's i think it's true i think you get it's like a fitness level right because the the more you do it and repeat it the fitter you get and the less tired you feel and i think you're only tired if you're forcing it like this is this is now me this is who i am so it's not tiring for me because i'm in flow like i i'm not i'm not faking it or forcing it or whatever this is what i live for you yeah. know what i mean and in the beginning it would have been it was tiring facing fear and facing self-doubt and, and facing critics and naysayers and, and it still is sometimes i get hit with self-doubt and, and challenge and whatever and i and i have moments like 
oh god this is fuck like but it's yeah, not I'm it's not it. yeah well i'm over i'm over yeah. the situation yeah. or the challenge for that moment but then i need to snap in and say yeah pressure pressure is privilege just fucking do this because i know that's the only way to get out of that that's yeah. the only gear to move forward but i never get sick of living with passion i never get tired of you know teaching and preaching my mission or, or sharing that with people because it's what I fucking love to do you know what I mean and um, it's who I am but um, but yeah we all, we're all going to get drained by challenges and problems at some stage it's about recognising shifting that energy and, and then directing it in the right way yeah mm. so then um, so how far into your morning routine did we get I feel like so gonna... yeah so basically after I do so you play that song play the song vision board yeah connect mentally emotionally to then that goals goals yeah then I go through my code and my and then gratitudes and I I finish with gratitudes just to feel appreciation and love for who I am and where I am and yeah. just the simple things because if you don't gratitude is the foundation of everything I don't yeah. give a fuck what anyone says it's like if you cannot feel gratitude every day for this like yeah. for where we are what we're doing like ha- this opportunity that we have to live a life where we get to do this as part yeah. of our work and our mission like 100%. who the fuck gets to do this stuff this is amazing like yeah. what a gift and so if we can't appreciate this then we don't fucking deserve it you know give it to someone who actually does fucking appreciate and appreciates it and, and is grateful for that mm. life so I tap into that and then I work out no matter what I do cardio uh, or um, or weights and and um, and I smash it out, get my energy up for the day, and then I go into sort of my work r- rituals, which is productivity, time management, schedules, team meetings, whatever it may be. Mm. Dude, it's uh, I feel like that trauma is a pretty great motivator, mm. and I feel like the with the way that you've kind of described how like you grew up and the things you mm. had to deal with, mm. like. So DK was saying that you guys got into music. Like, basically, he was saying yeah. that he would not be in bands if it wasn't for you. Mm, yeah, so, yeah. like, and when did you start in bands? Like, 12? Uh, earlier on. So, yeah, maybe I started playing guitar probably 9, 10 years old. And then, yeah, yeah went from there. Mm. And then, because, like, it makes sense now, you know, sort of listening to the way that you kind of attack things. And then mm. for DK to say, like, you guys got into music so young and yeah. we're in bands like you were just mm. it's like you were obviously just trying to fucking make shit happen from mm. where you came from like yeah. even way back then yeah 100 percent. yeah so you know me and kirby had the best childhood together growing up playing in bands he's together. a fucking lord oh absolutely king so much, absolutely man. king absolutely <laughs> king and um yeah and one of my blood brothers best friends forever always you know we grew up together we still talk every single day multiple times a day and um yeah and it's it's great to have those relationships but we of course you know met through music and then that friendship sort of grown from there and um and yeah man i was always i guess driven in anything i've been passionate about or sort of relevance to that that meant something to me i could be emotionally charged about and i've always i guess mm. had that that energy behind a goal mm. yeah yeah i can relate to that like i get obsessed with shit yeah like heavily absolutely i said that to curves about yeah. about you i was like i love you know we we're talking about this setup here yeah. and how you were all about those one percenters like making sure that every detail was spot on i can tell that you have that sort of obsessive mindset which pays off when you use it properly right it's a cunt though at the yeah, same yeah, time, yeah. yeah it's and that can be draining too because you that's you, what i get absolutely of. yeah like yeah. i wish like even because you won't let yourself so you've nah, got but this man. is your standard yeah. this is what we're talking about you but hold the line in, on this i let it slip in other ways though mm. you know mm. which i brought like that's i think the biggest thing that i'm i'm learning and that's an opportunity for you yeah mm. and that's what i'm really learning lately is that uh 
I've always tried to be my train mm. of thought was mm. always like I'll get so good at one thing yeah, yeah. that all the rest of my life yeah, yeah. I'll that will be enough to like cover everything else. Yes. And I think you kind of learn that it's just not the case. Mm, yeah. Like you can't, even if I like have the fucking dopest, mm. you know, let's say I make this pot, let's say this podcast, number one in Australia, yeah. it's making a hundred grand a yeah. month. But yeah. I don't think that that, just that dollar value and mm. that success would actually make your life better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably like pay for some shit, but it'd yeah. still be a mess. Yeah. Like you need to be, and this is the thing that I'm like, this is, I guess mm. this is like now my mm. like mission at the moment. Yeah. And this would probably be my goal if mm. I really had one would yeah. be like, I kind of just want to be like in control of everything. Yeah. And control is a weird word because uh, if you break down control, then you can go back to like insecurity mm. because it's like when you're trying to control something, mm. it means that you're only accepting one outcome. Mm. Uh, and mm. then that will make you fearful of every other outcome. Yeah. So you kind of don't want to have control in that mm. way. But I just want, I mean control in the sense of like, I want to be like the director of yeah. my movie. Yeah. 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 You know, like calling Absolutely. all the fucking shots. Absolutely. Like I don't really, I, I'm, I guess I'm not, you know, I don't want to be fixated mm. on an outcome, a goal, a, a dollar value. I don't want yeah. any of that. I just want to be like generally the master of like my own shit yeah, yeah, on yeah, like yeah, every yeah, level, yeah, like yeah. the master of my thoughts, the master yeah. of my diet, the master of my sleep, mm. the master of my relationships. Mm. The my, like I just want to be on top of it all. Yeah. And then I feel like nowadays my belief has shifted from like, uh, I'll just get so good at work mm. and then that will cover all these other bases. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be like, I'll get so good at everything mm. that like, then everything just naturally just starts yeah. rolling, you know? But that's, and that's what we're talking about though. Like if you're, see when you, when you look at it like that, it can almost be overwhelming though, because you're like, yeah. I want to be the master of all of these things, but that's the micro. What's the one thing that controls all of those things? Your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you master, if you just focused on that, then every, then how you show up in here well, you'll be you'll be in control because yeah. you will be able to think logically, not from emotion. You won't choose comfort; you'll choose mission. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like always trying to peel it back and say, okay, yeah. what's the what's the simplified version that's going to get me the, the highest output? That twenty percent that gets the eighty percent results. You yeah, know what yeah I mean? that, that's such mm. a like that is a really true way to look at it. Mm. Eh? Like what and and I think that that's probably the um, like that's probably the what I'm trying to do. Mm. Like I'm trying to put like twenty percent into mm. five things mm. to create a hundred percent, as opposed to you know what mm. I mean, like eighty yeah, 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 percent yeah. in one thing yeah. and then yeah, nothing into the into the rest. Exactly, because but it's like often in those areas of life, it's a system with just different um, different categories right different yeah. labels so it's the same system though and if that mind and emotional state just repeated that system in all the different facets of life you yep. get amazing results in all areas you know mm. what i mean so if you had discipline organization and planning you could beat resistance you could beat self-doubt and fear you could ask great qu questions all the time rather than uh, fall into victimhood if you could run that system in finance in business in relationships in all those in fitness yeah wouldn't your results in all those areas 10x at yeah. least yeah so rather than trying to decipher all the minute elements of those areas fix 
the mothership yeah and then everything else will flow you know what i mean like that's that should be the main focus for everyone first and foremost and then worry about those one percenters down the track and mm. I, I think though that the problem then that you run into though is like when i've got that like obsessive mm. mind yeah that um it's easy to do mm. i find it so easy to do like a hundred percent yeah in like one area yeah, yeah 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 and that's the problem yeah is that it's like unless it's something that i've mm. got that fucking crazy passion for yeah i don't really care to do it yeah 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 but that's where discipline comes in Absolutely. because it's like if you really did care about mm. the thing that you want to go 100 percent mm. in mm. then mm. you will take the hit Absolutely. take energy away from that yeah. and take care of everything else and that's yeah. the thing that i personally mm. have been missing and yeah. again you don't know what you don't know yeah and then now i guess like my mission is to try and like take away from like that bit a little yeah. bit and then and just spread it out and it's all just the fucking way that you look at shit man yeah. like i wouldn't have said that i was like a very clean person mm. in terms of my house like i just again it was like this this story that you tell yourself like yeah fuck it i don't care like i don't need my house to be super clean like i just mm. need to get up and i just need to yeah. get hard as fuck in there and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. again you just you tell yourself that and then yeah. you're like oh i just don't want to be clean i'd rather be mm. doing this i'd rather mm. be doing that but it's like it's all just a fucking story yeah it's 100%. all a story that you yeah. tell yourself yeah. and you know i was talking to a mate the other day he's like oh i can't learn like that and i was like mm. you're fucking retarded yeah like, yeah yeah you only can't <laughs> learn like that because you think you can't you're telling learn yourself like that. that every day like mm. you just got to sit down and he was saying like he can't learn via reading like he only mm. learns when someone shows him something mm. and i was like no man it's attention mm. like you you yeah. don't like mm. you have not practiced mm. giving that your attention that's right the exact same stimulus and this is i guess like another meditation mm. thing is that mm. like attention mm. like attention is like a flashlight in your mind yeah like you've got all of the things that are happening like every sound yeah. every smell mm, every mm. sensation of like the the feeling of your feet touching mm. the ground like if if i just stopped paying attention to yeah. you right now and mm. thought about how my feet felt in my shoes mm. i could get lost in that feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. and not pay attention to what you're saying it's yeah. still happening yeah. i'm just not choosing to pay attention yeah and yeah. then when you learn mm. that you learn like oh attention is what i need yes i need to control my attention focus, it's the yeah. same as when mm. he's saying like i can't learn by reading mm. no well you find it easier to pay attention to mm. somebody telling you or showing you something yeah. Yeah. you find it harder to pay attention mm. to reading the instructions mm. i'm personally guilty of this yeah. i'll read fucking thousands of pages of books a month mm. and i can't read a fucking visa form yeah i can't read uh like yeah. a uh uh connect my internet yeah, yeah i just yeah, go yeah, yeah, full yeah. retarded yeah. when it comes to yeah, that shit yeah. but i'm learning mm. that it's got nothing to do with that yeah. because i can read absolutely and i can comprehend a fucking internet yes agreement. yeah yeah <laughs> i just choose not to pay attention that's right and yeah. it's like so yeah and you value one and you don't value the other exactly, and of course yeah. we've all got preferred modalities of learning but you, you no matter what you can always improve on a non-preferred modality, right? 100%. So if you're, you're better at listening or visualization or visual uh, learning, you can still improve reading. There's no doubt about that. So yeah, look, I, I completely agree. And I think it is about focus always, but also valuing what you're putting your time into. And then back to that, the discussion about the categories, you know, you don't need to put 100% into five different things either. It's about what's important to you in your life, you know, like maybe fitness, career and relationships are the top three priorities mm. and everything else 
isn't that important and that's okay because it's your life your reality you know mm. like if you want to be the master of those three things then do that if you just want to be the master of one thing two things whatever then then do that if you want to be try all then then go for it and try to figure out how to eliminate as much friction mm. and simplify the system so you can master as much as you can but it is about what do you value the most at this point in time in your life and what's going to add the most value to your life at this point in time mm. Mm. what was the point like do you remember the point where you went from like the dude that didn't do all the shit you do now mm. to the guy that does like mm. do you remember that process because that to me i think is always like a mm. pretty interesting fucking time and it's not yeah. to say obviously like you keep learning and it's mm. not like oh done now mm. but i feel like to go from the shift of like hanging around the wrong people mm. fucking partying drugs all that yeah. shit to then yeah. like to then this person mm. was it like a book you read was it a like a seminar you went I think, to or oh like, man it's a great question it's a great question i think it was a combination of things i think it was part i was very hard on myself number one like there was something inside of me that was always like this is not fucking good enough like well, that makes sense why you wanted to be in like bands when you're a kid mm. and you know like you kind of were always working towards something absolutely yeah and and then there would come a point where I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't happy with who I was in that moment. And I had to try and do more, be more and push myself. And then, you know, education and books, I was drawn to because of that emotional state. So I would be frustrated that I wasn't disciplined enough or that I couldn't push through a barrier or whatever it may be. And I'd be so frustrated that I had to find the reason why or find the solution so i'd mm. go to books i'd go to a mentor or whatever it may be and that's how i became who i am because i'm always searching i'm a searcher i'm trying to create i'm trying to learn i'm trying to find so i can put it inside me and then and then grow and evolve and um and but it, i think it all if you put, peel it right back it just stemmed from an emotional state of not feeling like i was good enough or i knew i could do more or be yeah. more and and i and i and i used to get angry about it i can remember being very frustrated i'd be very frustrated and how would that like manifest itself though in in that moment it would first i would be down on myself so i would just be inside in my head yeah and kirby like dk's known me for a very long time and, and one thing we always talk about is often i'll go through these phases where i just i go silent and i won't really hang out with people or when i was starting my business i didn't i cut off from all my friends and family i didn't speak to anyone hardly for like two years almost 24 months because i was so so inside my own world and my own mind trying to learn and raise capital and dedicate myself to growing and I was so full of self-doubt and fear and trying to beat that every day that I just blocked out everything and went into my cave and I often do that from time to time when I'm not happy with who I am or where I am mm. and I need to then evolve into something more so I go into my cocoon and I do the internal work and then I come out of it bigger and better every time so for me I, I often feel um, you're just unsettled, unsatisfied, sometimes angry, not at other people, but at myself or mm. at, at my behavior or my my lack of grit in an area, whatever it may be. And then I'm just determined never to fucking do that, to learn, to grow and, and recreate myself. Mm. Mm. Um, was there like, what was the first like book you read? Or what was like the first thing you remember that like really flipped some switches for you? Oh man, I Look, I've always been a... I reckon... Because you're 34, right? 34, yeah. yeah. I reckon, I reckon, I reckon... One of the 
one of the first personal development my books I ever read was Napoleon Hill. So I started reading some of his books, which are great, yeah. super old school. What's and, some of his books? Um, so Outwitting the Devil is a great, really mm. good book. You should read that one, actually. It's awesome. Um, and then Think and Grow Rich is like a classic. Everyone, yeah. everyone knows Think and Grow Rich. Um, so he's got a, a catalogue of some awesome material, which is basically like the foundations of success mindset and thinking. And then I got onto like Tony Robbins, and Tony Robbins is a huge inspiration to me. He's helped me through a lot of like my challenging and dark moments of nearly giving up tap into some of his audio books or whatever and it, and mm. it could flip me around um, and then some great books just come up at the right time like when I was opening my first uh, my first gym in South Bank and I was so so I'd raised all this money I was 25 I had a lot of fear and self-doubt and I was like fuck am I even I'm trying to raise $500,000 in capital I'm trying to do this can I even do this who, who do I think I am and, um, and it was resistance and then I don't know how this book came up, but Stephen Pressfield's book, The um, the War of Art, yeah, yeah, yeah. appeared in someone my life. Someone told me about to You told me about I, that. I was talking then, to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then someone else told me about mm, it the other day. Amazing book. You yeah, got it. His, his catalogue of, of books are just awesome. And that book gave me so much ammunition and awesome learnings. And it was just like a rock for me during that time to help me evolve and think differently and approach everything that I was doing with another level of tenacity, but block out the resistance that could have stopped me. Mm. Um, but man, there are so many books. Like I try to read about a book a week. So I've read, you know, thousands of books. I love reading. You know, we talked about this yeah. yesterday. I had a good chat about earning, earning each book and, yeah. and grinding it. And, and, and I love it, man. And I think that you, there's no book that you pick up you're not going to take one one at least yeah. one nugget of gold i love biographies i was telling you i love biographies you know to get a book where a billionaire or a game changer oh, or yeah. someone has put years of their life their secrets their mindset their mentality their behavioral traits you can see you can read their rituals they may not even be trying to show you stuff that you can pick up on yeah. and you get all of this for 750 in a book and it just blows my freaking mind every time like I, I love that so I love biographies um, Howard Schultz is one of my favourite oh, entrepreneurs yeah. of Starbucks have you read uh, Richard Branson's yeah I've read That's all his books yeah, yeah 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 100% oh man there's so many good biographies um yeah, Elon Musk's biography. Steve Jobs' biography is incredible. Yeah, that is fucking I, I actually listened to that so many times on audiobook. Then I flew over to Silicon Valley. I went to Steve Jobs' childhood house. Oh, yeah. And I sat on his front lawn like, and listened to the audiobook for about wow. an hour and a half, two hours. And just wanted to feel the experience of listening to him talking about his childhood, being at his house and thinking, this dude lived in this little house in this little normal neighborhood yeah, just like palo alto yeah. just like growing up in ballarat or geelong or wherever yeah. and he changed the fucking world and i'm all the way from the other side of the world australia i've flown here to sit on his freaking lawn like yeah. that like it's just amazing what a cool thing and you can learn so much from these amazing books and people so yeah man i love reading i love books i think those books i mentioned are absolute game changers and um I try to with all my franchise partners I try to give them a bunch of books to read and yep. educate and I just think it's the greatest gift you can give yourself have you read How to Win Friends and Influence People I have yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like that's like a must that people yeah. should should read as well yeah. there's um that self coaching is really good as well I had a guest uh, okay, cool. recommend that it's all about mm. like depression and anxiety ah. I thought so it was crazy like this guy Justin Brayton he's like one of the best moto dudes in the world yeah. like he still races supercross rides yeah, a factory yeah. Honda yeah. and um and 
he would always like reply to me when we'd talk about books and shit. Mm. And um, and then I, I was like, oh yeah. So what's the one that? What was your big one? He's like that. That was the one that just literally changes life. And it was on depression, wow. anxiety. I'm like, you're the coolest wow. fucking dude ever. And like, even I was like, I don't know if I even need to read it. Like, I don't feel like depressed or anxious mm. and i read it i was like oh 100 like that's amazing everyone should read that shit it was, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to read that one um but like we we said the other day and like this is a thing that i'll always tell people when yeah. it comes to books is like literally since they invented like we yes. still have books yeah. from when they invented them yes like we don't have cars that were first invented yeah. we don't have toasters mm. that were first invented mm. we don't have fucking phones that were first invented we don't None mm. of the shit that we have really, mm. except fucking books, yeah. is yeah. from the day we invented yeah. it. It's yeah. never changed. You put 100%. fucking words on a page mm. and then you stick them together yeah. and then you fucking read it in yeah. one go. Yeah. It's and never fucking changed. 100%. And what, There's got to be something to that. Absolutely. And what's even more of a trip, it's like you're reading a book from Marcus Aurelius at the moment, Meditations, which is a phenomenal book, and how fucking relevant that was. <laughs> when was that? It is actually Thousands insane. and thousands of years ago. And it's so relevant to right now. Like you, you, you should live your life that way. Like the, there's so many golden lessons for 2020 that were relevant back then. It's timeless knowledge and education. It, it also shows you that we don't change that much. Nah, like man. you know, like yeah. you can learn. You got to research history, look into history. I did a great interview with one of my favorite authors. Um, Robert Greene. Yeah, yeah. The power, 48 Rules of 40, Power. Yeah, 48 yeah, Rules yeah. of Power, Seduction, Mastery. Yeah, um, I'm ready to those, 50 actually. Laws of Power with 50 Cent. Um, laws of Human Nature has just come out with. But we were talking about the cycles in history and in society that just continue to repeat themselves. Yeah. And they're just looking back in history. You can basically predict oh, fuck well, yeah. what's happening right now, what's going to happen straight after this, and just the cycles that continue to happen. So yeah. books are so good like that. Like you can read a book from an absolute legend Man, like that. Nobody and it's so right freaking now, relevant. Like I don't think anybody right now could relate like even if you look at a guy like donald trump mm. or like who you know obama mm. i don't know that even those people like mm. as big as you could get today as yeah. famous as you could mm. be today mm. i just don't think that any of those people mm. hold a can like mm. a candle yeah. to like a roman emperor no. like a marcus aurelius no. like thousands Can they stand and the test thousands of, time? of years later That's so you true. still read and but like i just don't like, mm. to be that guy mm. like physically mm. going on, on battlefields and like commanding That's like different... thousands of troops and taking over entire countries mm. and like the the level of, of like you want to talk about like peak humanity yeah, yeah like yeah. if you were fucking marcus aurelius yeah. or fucking julius caesar or any of like yeah. roman emperors or even like you mm. go a bit further back and it's like xerxes mm. and like yeah, like yeah, people yeah, like yeah. no one like the wisdom that those people would have had because like their shit wouldn't have been clouded by yeah. much more than a very basic human nature yeah. like I feel like nowadays That's so true like you know what I mean mm. there was no phones there was no internet there yeah. was no communication yeah. there was no there was literally like yeah. like what they wrote about mm was like the literal inter like interpretation of just human interaction yeah just yeah. human yeah. no technological mm. in, in like mm. interference mm. no mass communication no mm. like it was very 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 uh 
like yeah. unadulterated yeah. like yeah. human yeah. psyche yeah. and i don't think that so too much has happened now yeah so like i think that's why we have to go back and there's to those too people. much noise now but Crazy you're right and, and and think about this they didn't, they didn't have youtube to learn from no, exactly they didn't have, they came up with they are the core they are the they are the source you know tony robbins is still repeating things from these guys this is where it all comes from everything we talk about in personal development right now is still from that time yeah so it's it's mind-blowing and it's um yeah it trips you out when you think about it isn't it true it's crazy yeah, yeah do you, you don't read novels though do you much not anymore no no i used yeah. to when i was younger but yeah hardly how more. young like, uh, like high school yeah yeah okay mm. dude i've been i haven't oh, i've read a couple of mm. um it's like now i feel like if i ever read like meditations i've wanted to read for a long time yeah um and then I read Ego is the Enemy. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm trying to pretty much read like a non-fiction in between fiction. Yeah, okay. But like, I'm honestly getting more out of fiction at the really? moment. Really? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. was going to say like, yeah, I'd, I'd like, I'd mm. be real interested for you to just read like a simple sort of fiction book. Like I got a yeah. friend, Kelly, and she's like in school for writing mm. and, um, and she like, she knew how much I would read and she'd yeah. see me reading at the cafe all the time and she's yeah. like she's like read some fiction read some fiction yeah, and yeah i've gone back and i've been reading like classics from like ernest hemingway and shit wow. like that yeah and then i just read this um was i telling you about it the gentleman in moscow book yeah yeah, yeah you tell yeah. me yeah. yeah and like you know everyone's bummed that we can't travel i literally just spent three weeks in moscow yeah 100 percent. it was yeah. fucking such a sick experience like yeah, i yeah, actually yeah. i actually got a bit of like a I love that. like a travel yeah. vibe out yeah, of it you know? yeah, like yeah. I, and I I learned what takes you there it's, yeah. it's, you're flexing your imagination and the emotional imagination as well it's it's such a cool journey and, and like I connecting don't do it enough oh and connecting with like like books are made like fiction mm, novels mm. to to keep an or so that book was nearly 500 pages yeah to keep me there for 500 pages like yeah. that's a fucking grind like yeah, yeah, we were saying yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. earn that shit yeah, like yeah. that's a, a lot of hours yeah and times where like my attention was waning yeah so like to keep somebody there for that long mm. it's got to be a very good character yeah that character has to be complex yeah it has to be thick you have to be able to like mm. think and feel mm. like that mm. character yeah and if you think about it like one of the handicaps of the human brain mm. and the human you know like just of being a human is you only have your perspective yeah and you only have your lens in which to see the world mm. and then you go into like a fiction novel like uh, yeah. a really fucking awesome one i read yeah was science of the lambs yeah 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 you yeah. know yeah ah, that was yeah. like phenomenal yeah nice. and i got to like i got to spend a lot of time with yeah. like a very 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 well written character yeah. dr hannibal lecter that yeah. was a, a psychopath and yeah. a serial killer yeah he was eloquent and smart and sophisticated and yeah, charming yeah, and yeah. then like clarice starling really the she's the fbi mm. the female fbi agent and i'm like all of a sudden i'm hanging out with like this really yeah. badass woman and yeah. i like yeah. appreciated her and i felt vulnerable when like she mm. pulls up to the house alone and like Man. you know what's waiting for that's quality like writing she, right you when you can feel the journey like that like the the narrative it's it's quality writing and, and what, then, what i got though from that is i got to feel another person's perspective yeah and like in my daily life like mm. when i'm just floating about my business mm. i look at shit my way and through my perspective yeah. and with my fucking damage and with my mm. bias mm. and with my negativities and with my experiences and it's mm. like that 
again shapes the way you see the world but it's mm. like if you can take a step into mm. these other people's minds like these mm. brilliant characters mm. and you can see things and feel things from other people's perspective yeah. like that's fucking valuable absolutely man. and it's not about you know it's a so story it's a story and it's fiction but it's like mm. they've written these about these amazing characters yeah. and you can spend time as that person yeah and like you can it's not like a a video on youtube that you mm. watch and you see how mm. another person interacts it's like you're kind of getting to be inside that person's mind so yeah. like that now that's like my argument yeah how i can justify like spending time in these yeah. in these stories you mm. know what i mean yeah 100 but it's it's fucking it's really cool and, and yeah. i read a lot of non of, of fiction when i was a kid mm constantly but i just didn't see it with this it was just yeah i just enjoyed the stories you yeah know? yeah yeah so what made you start reading fiction again uh that chick kelly oh really yeah yeah right. she just she was just like oh you mm. should um and then i i found um i found uh that zen and the art of motorcycle yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. i've i bought the sequel to that mm. um and then I read it and I thought it because it was called Leela an investigation into morals so yeah. I thought it was a non-fiction about right. morals okay. and then it ended up being a fiction yeah. that was a sequel to Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance uh. so I, I read like a few pages of it and it was so fucking good yeah yeah that yeah even though it was a sequel yeah. I was just like oh well I'm reading I'm, it I'm in now so yeah. I read it in like a week wow and then I went out and I bought Zen yeah and yeah. then I started just went full blown fiction for like yeah. almost a year dude like yeah I just, really i just didn't read anything no way yeah, yeah. and now it feels weird like mm. um like i read ego is the enemy yeah. i read 80 100 pages and i was mm. like oh, i could probably be done with this book yeah. now you know yeah, like yeah. i kind of got what i i feel like what i got the, from it. the gist of it yeah, you know? yeah yeah and then i just craved going back to wow. reading like another and then i read the um gentleman in moscow and mm. i was just like this is just like i left work here at yeah. three o'clock one day yeah to go sit on the hill and just read in the sun. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, yeah, it was yeah. just, it was, it was that, that good. That's amazing. And as you said, it, it takes you, it, it's almost like meditation though. It's a, a form of healing, a yeah. form of discovery. It expands you mentally and emotionally 100%. I love the, the point that you just brought up about you're learning about other people. You really are. Mm. You're going to have more empathy, more understanding, oh, then make better decisions for other people via learning about people in these books at a deeper level and what they're going through you can relate to people better that is a skill in life that will keep serving you no matter what right mm. so there's a, there's a lot of value to reading all books yeah there's no doubt about it not just the enjoyment of the story yeah yeah, yeah i definitely would like it'd be sick for you to read something like yeah that yeah, yeah. To, and see if you could get that same sort of because there's like a you know i kind of had that feeling as well where it was like oh fuck like if to me it just felt like a tv show yeah like oh, i'm just why should i waste my time on a movie if i could watch a documentary yeah that's yeah, that was yeah. like the rationale that i had yes yeah, so and i was true. like i already feel like i'm kind of taking out too much yeah. time out of my so, day yeah to People you know for this shit yeah. let alone watch like a fucking paper tv show yes. essentially <laughs> but then you yeah. sort of yeah you go like a little bit deeper and yeah and you kind of figure out that it's possibly more important to me I, I think yeah exactly yeah 100 percent. well i'm gonna have to try some yeah what was it mm. like writing a book it was tough for me 
It was really how challenging. Many, how many words was it? Um, oh, I can't even tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, I have to um, I have to pull it up. But look, for me, it was really challenging. It was it was challenging because I'm not a great writer. I'm a great speaker, and how I did write a lot of it was did you dictate it. I dictated yeah, a lot. Okay. And then and then I'd have to go and write it, and then I had to go and rewrite it. So we wrote re rewrote this book about 10 times it was fucking painful and then when I took it to the publisher and finally got it sold we then had to rewrite parts of it again and it was a, a mad experience talk me through the process I would mm. love to know like in depth yeah, about so, this process yeah so I mean it starts with an idea of course and yeah. then you just start writing and um, and it changed so much man Jesus book changed a lot and so originally it was called The Art of Change and then it just continued to change as we as we grew it <laughs> yeah, and then to get the actual um, the book deal I put a, a bit of a pitch together I'd finished the first version of the book um, did a mark like a landing page and all the marketing stuff got a cover done up and then I just blasted like every publisher in the world so <laughs> literally yeah, emailed right. hundreds of publishers and you know hardly anyone responded I got one response from I think it was an Australian publisher and just said no one's going to look at this because you need an agent to get in front of people there's just so many books mm. coming at publishers that they just don't look at them so i had to change strategy and then i blasted um literary uh agents, agents yeah and so i finally got a bunch of responses back which was great and i got a response from um an awesome company over in new york and she said i love this it's got potential i want to represent you and i said hell yeah and uh and i decided to go with her because she'd represented some really great books yeah dave asprey and a few other other guys and so i ended up going with alan alan started shopping it around and eventually i got a, a book deal with diversion books in new york yeah and um and then from there i then had to go in and rewrite the book again so again had to break it all down and rewrite it and finesse it and change words and yeah man it was just such a huge process and it's a lot of focus um it plays with your ego a little bit because you've got a bit of a you like i was very protective of what i first wrote and then i had yeah. to pull it apart yeah. and change it and then so it's an interesting growth journey as well yeah that's cool yeah yeah it is cool it definitely and, and it's a, a whole different world so it was a huge accomplishment for me personally because oh, fuck yeah. um you know i left school early i didn't even think i was um good at writing or whatever it may be never really considered myself to be incredibly bright or be able to write a book and then i did and got it published and people are loving it and so yeah man it was a crazy journey and now i just and i can't wait to release another book so yeah um i really want my next book to be more about self-leadership and leadership and um and go in that direction mm. uh what was your process to write it like how much time mm. did you dedicate how long did it take you initially it was super sporadic and i was doing like keep in mind i was writing this while i was trying to grow my company and yeah. you know all these other projects on the go and so i would chunk out certain periods of time yeah. and really just be disciplined in sticking to that and writing writing for two hour blocks or three hour blocks yeah and then i'd get so frustrated that i would say fuck this i'm not gonna fucking look at it for another two weeks yeah <laughs> and then i'd come back to it because i knew i had to do it and then so i'd basically do that i'd, I'd, I'd chunk it time amounts until I, I hit a, a mental and emotional barrier and then at, the more i did that the more the barrier like the mental barrier would expand so i could i could do more could i was conditioned i could last yeah, longer yeah. conditioning myself more and more and more to be able to focus and yeah and i'm such an amped up 
person normally. I need to be here, there, running around. I'm always multitasking. Yeah. I'm training. I'm moving. So to get me still is um, is challenging. So then also recording was just so good because I could pace and walk and think and talk and yeah. and then and put it all together. I so, haven't tried the dictation. Yet. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. I it's, like. It's I handy. still like to handwrite shit. Yeah. Like yeah. to me, it, that seems like a good pace. But I've often thought mm. that I've kind of wanted. I've got a few things I've been working on for fucking ages, mm. and I've just never. It's just yeah. No, it's the thing. I I think for me to get it done, I'm gonna have to literally like go and do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I don't know that I handwriting a book, man, would be another level. It'd be another journey. Like I don't think I. I'm not like I don't want to handwrite yeah, it, but yeah, I find yeah. myself like that's the easiest way for yeah. me to write. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I've um I've looked at some dictation mm. stuff like apparently google docs is really good yeah so if you go on google docs and you dictate into google docs yep, yep. you can actually get it quite good to where you don't quite have accurate. to like type yeah, it uh, like you don't have to like back. listen to it mm. um mm. so i've kind of like i've sort of half thought about that but um man the the yeah just the respect i've got for mm. you for finishing a book while oh, also you, mm. having businesses and mm. then keeping in shape and all the stuff that like mm. fuck man it's no yeah. I think that it is, it's a crazy accomplishment whether you mm. sell a fucking copy or not it is yeah. a crazy accomplishment yeah yeah it is I'm really proud of it and I, and I love it well, I, you should I, be I love listening to it as well like I love going back to it N- did nothing... you do the audio book recording no yourself? I didn't I didn't oh, okay. so they um yeah, the publisher didn't even tell me they were doing the audio version. It was on Audible, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh man, I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it ah. myself." And it's got this. It's got a cool old dude on there. It's like my inner wise voice, this old English guy. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool. I'd love to do a read, like a new version. Getting, of you it. should come in and here and just do like some reads. Of, yeah, hundred like, percent. Whatever. And yeah, then absolutely. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'd love That'd to do that. Cool. Definitely. So yeah, man. I um I think I'll I think I'll do another version of it yeah. on audio. But um but dude, it's quality. I it came from my heart. It came from my soul it's helping people which is the main thing and um and every time someone does listen to it or reads it and says that it's helped them make a better decision or it's changed them in some way it's the best fucking high you can mm. have it's so good man it's like it's the best feeling so look i'm, I'm really proud of it i love it mm. when you say that um you're like always got to be here and there and mm. doing shit and busy mm. like do you like not like being alone or do you spend a lot of time man, alone that's as well? a great question so I actually love being alone. Yeah. And so I need to recover on my own and I yeah. need to be need to be alone to recover. Um, but I've got like during the day, I'm always moving. I'm energetic. If I want to keep my energy high, I need motion mm. and to create emotion and, and move me in a positive direction. Um, but in saying that, you know, the it was funny when we um, hit the first lockdown in COVID, I hadn't been fully alone like that before for a very long time and that was the first time i really it it was it hit me in a different way and i'll be and i'll be fully vulnerable and open about it that i sat there a few times thinking fuck i don't think i like myself as much as i thought i did or this is more uncomfortable than i thought it would be because i was seeing less people because my in my in my business I'm always around clients and team and helping people. And then all of a sudden I couldn't even go to the supermarket. And so I'm sitting at home and I'm still doing my things, reading, working on myself. But then there's moments where you just fully, like you start to hit boredom or your mind wanders and you're like, you start to battle some different demons. And I, and I, rather than seeing that as a negative, I chose to view it as fuck, 
this is shining a lot of my weaknesses right now. Yeah. I didn't realize I had them. I, you don't know what you don't know. You don't yeah. know that you have certain vulnerabilities or weaknesses until you put into that realm or that place. And, um, and I actually was really grateful and appreciated the opportunity to work on myself because that actually changed for the last few months. I've been working on myself way differently. And that's actually part of the reason why I'm mm. up here as well to improve on some of those areas that were actually a little bit weaker than I thought. And to be able to, to fully be alone and sit with yourself and sit in those darker spaces and not judge yourself and not be as hard on yourself and not feel and then think you are those feelings and detach mm-hmm. a little bit more. It's, um, yeah, man, that's that's part of the journey of life and actually the, the journey of self-mastery and, and true power is in that space when you can fully be alone, fully detached, not getting the significance and the the pat on the back and the high of constantly achieving or seeing everyone or because well, you can like mm. you can prompt people mm. like you can when you're around people you yeah, can yeah. just like fish yeah yeah and you can literally like if you're chasing a feeling with somebody yeah. like i mean i could fucking say anything to like bring up the next topic yeah i could bring up something that would like make me feel good yeah that yeah, would, yeah, like, yeah you yeah, know yeah, what absolutely. i mean like a yeah. response absolutely and then i would get like yeah. i would get that from it and it's mm. fuck man i I went through, um, so my, uh, I had like a three year relationship Mm. and then we broke up at the, like the end of last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I just, I realized Mm. with a complete blind spot Mm. on my behalf that like I'd never lived alone Yeah, and I'd never been alone. And I I spent a lot of alone time Mm. in terms of like, I do a lot of traveling and I do a lot of like constantly working and I'd be by myself editing and like I'd, yes. I spent a lot of time in that sense alone so I thought I had it covered yeah and then me and my girlfriend broke up and then I decided that I wanted to just eat the expensive rent by myself mm-hmm. for as long as I could mm. because I just real like I had this moment where I was like fuck everything's gone and it's just me yeah yeah and yeah. i was super uncomfortable and yeah. i wanted to like instantly reach out to someone and be yeah. like oh hey man come over yeah. or a chick hey mm, come over well mm. fuck yeah, you yeah, know? yeah and it's just like you kind of <laughs> yeah you, because you need that stimuli yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. to make you feel good you can prompt somebody else and it's Absolutely. like i had that same moment too where i was like fuck mm. hey, oh, I'm not a G yeah, I'm yeah, fucking yeah. a bit yeah. of a bitch yeah. like, I need to kind of go through some I mean, shit good, here, you know? good. seriously I love that you just you're brave enough to even say that because it was the same thing with me we, and so me and my ex-wife split and and it was 10 years we were together and then all of a sudden you don't have that comfort and rock because yes we're independent and you can do all work and all these other things on your own travel on your own but in the back of your mind that comfort's always there that, that safe zone right mm. you remove full safe zone you got no one there except for you your problems your fears your insecurities it's another level you have to deal with but I love that we were able to see it feel it and work through it and that's true power you will never be the person you're truly meant to be if you can't live through that and Mm. and overcome that and and that that was a gift to me I just thought wow like I did I, I thought I had it all worked out I thought I was you know, unshakable, unbreakable. Yeah. But then there were there were moments where I was rattled 
and I had to discover a new version of me yeah. and figure and and then also reflect on who I was as a person on my 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 morals my values on how I show up and actually start to love myself more again and 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 you know we talk about self love and it sounds a bit wanky and a bit weird but yeah you're if, you're like brave enough to say all like the wanky terms yeah absolutely yeah hundred <laughs> percent <laughs> come at me I'm all, I'm all about it but yeah look you have to love who you are if you don't appreciate who you are everything you get in life will just be a reflection of the the self love and value that you have do you know what i mean and so if you really deep down don't really like yourself you think you're a wanker you don't believe in what you say and because what you that's do that's like the person that you are when you're around yourself yeah you 100%. are that guy like yeah. you are the dude you think you are when there's no stimuli when yes. there's no like back you know like me and sammy like i hang yeah. around sammy like that kind of lifts me up constantly. I'm yeah, never yeah, in a bad yeah. mood when I'm around yeah, him. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like you can get that external shit. Yeah. Did you, mm. did you, uh, when you were having that kind of alone mm. time, like when you and your wife split mm. up, did it make you think like, fuck, I could have done shit way different to like mm. keep that on the, on mm. the tracks? Look, man, yes, yes and no. Like, yeah, of course, there were plenty of things that we could have done better. I could have done better. There's no doubt. And, you know, I look back on it, and I and I constantly think about it. You, 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 know, you, go, you go through what could you have done, what 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 didn't you do mm. well, how do you learn for the next time, all that sort of stuff. But you can't spend too much time there guilt tripping yourself either. Yeah. Because there are a lot, there's a lot of time where you're like, I felt like a failure. I felt like a, you know, you don't know if it's the right decision, wrong decision. Have I completely you know, fucked up? What you know, am I a bad person? All of those things, guilt tripping yourself. But then you have to. You have to live and you have to learn and then you have to love mm. her, yourself, and then you gotta fucking move forward. Mm. Right? And we have an amazing relationship. We're best friends and um and we learn a lot from each other and we always help each other rise and we, we've never had even when we split, we were always on good terms. It was mm. it was incredible, it was ridiculous. Um, but that just I believe comes down to our maturity and the, the sort of the type of people that we are mm. and um, and we are, were able to learn from it and then afterwards going through you know periods where you are completely alone it's such a great time to learn the true you mm. your true power and and no it's sort of like I use the analogy of like you know in the movie where the boy gets thrown out into the desert and he has to walk the desert alone for you know 30 days and come back a man mm. it felt like that sometimes like yeah, you're thrown yeah. into the desert naked no no safety no security no pat on the back no love no no nurturing nothing you're just out there alone and you have to earn the right to be a man and then come back and live that mm. and live that higher sense that higher power and then the rest of my life will be a reflection of that version of that man and being that sort of leader and then knowing that I don't need anything needing nothing attracts everything as they say yeah you know I don't I can be happy alone and I can be happy with someone but you cannot be with someone and truly bring the best out of each other if you're not a full version of yourself mm. right and that's where codependency unfortunately is is rampant in relationships it's and across massive, society bro. yeah and and I'm, and that's so unhealthy when you really break it down it is very unhealthy yeah and um and you can never be the best versions of yourselves in that situation i think will smith said you know him and his wife i forget what her name is but jada jada yeah that they've chosen to be completely whole and happy on their own and then they'll just come together and walk the path of life yeah. together but if they weren't 
they would still be whole and happy because you can't be relying on, I can't be relying on you to make me happy, man. Yeah. How fucked would that be? <laughs> right? Your life would be shit. You can't be fully relying on some, a, a partner or a girl or a mm. business partner or a business to make you happy. You know, we're going through a crazy time right now. And so many entrepreneurs, their identity is just their business or yeah. just their book or just their blah or just their relationship. But if that's gone, are you gone? Are you dead then? Like that's the reality to some mm. people. They they are their I you know, they are their relationship, they are their 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 business. And so for me, that was a journey of being okay with myself, actually respecting myself, taking my self-respect back, my love back, my my passion back, my power back. Not that, no, she never took that away. Yeah, no one ever yeah. took that no, away. No, that was me. Yeah. That was me. That I gave that to different people, different things, yeah. not only my ex, but, you know, other, other areas of my life as well. Yeah. And I had to come back into myself, back into my cocoon and earn earn the right to be a man in mm. my world I walked the desert naked and I came back a man and, and then I can keep improving and I'll probably have to walk the desert again one day yeah. do you know what I mean I think yeah. that's a an, an ever evolving journey where we have to hit these these bumps in the road that rattle us in life shake things up crazy walk the desert come back and then live a higher purpose and then here a fucking am man with you on the Gold Coast, in Brisbane, rocking it out. I've been meeting some amazing people up here. We're doing great things. And everything happens for a reason. And I wouldn't be here right now with you if I didn't get in my cocoon then and discover who I was. Because the other option would have been I could have just stayed stayed in, in my old world. And accepted that world, even though I wasn't completely happy or whatever it may be. Mm. Um, but I chose to evolve and, and walk the desert. And so I think we've got to do that as individuals, as men and as women. You know, every individual has their own journey. But back to our original point, loneliness, it's a, you know, it's a meaning we attach to things. In those moments, you've got to discover what your passions are, what you, where you want to grow as an individual, what you want to learn about yourself, about the world, about others getting clear on who you are and where you want to go with your goals in those moments of um, loneliness and vulnerability is so important because that gives you a something to move towards and mm. something to live up to rather than sinking down to scarcity and what you don't have and what you what you are not you know living in that realm of scarcity and lack is terrible mm. that's where depression and anxiety thrives that's where the devil lives man that's mm. he wants you there he wants to keep you small and rattled but once you evolve past that and live in a world of abundance then you will out live the devil and you can move into the person you want to be yeah mm. i i de- oh, definitely and i think that i learned through my whole deal and then mm. I think I was probably living by myself for like eight or nine months mm. where I was like alone alone like yeah. I haven't even I haven't banged a chick in like six months yeah, like yeah. I've gone like that yeah, hardcore yeah, yeah. into it where yeah. I'm like no one's coming to my yeah. fucking house like this <laughs> yeah. is like I'm yeah. being called like the Zen Den. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. I'm just like, don't fuck with this That's shit. That's right. Like, this is my spot. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure some shit out. I love it. And yeah. But like I definitely learned uh that there was like so many holes mm. of me as a dude yeah and then to be in like the relationship mm. that i was in like and it's all stuff that 
I just don't even know that I could have learned mm. unless I did have like a, and I mean, I don't want to make it sound like, fuck, it's not like it's that long a time, but for me to yeah. have zero time alone mm. to then spend nine months where like, I really haven't, I haven't gone out. Yeah. I don't, I've yeah. ba- there's been like zero partying, zero drinking, mm. zero, like just zero. It is. It's a like, lot of time, just, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's raw time as well. Let's, yeah. let's not, let's not overstep that. Like you just said, there's no, uh, there's no, I had no numbing. No there's no the numbing, wall. right? You, like nothing, you, dude. You, it's just you and you. You're not numbing yourself with drugs and alcohol. You're not numbing yourself with distractions and activity. You are just thriving and facing your dark side, your light side, and figuring it out. And that's hard to do, man. Most people will never do that in life. Oh, most people are too scared to. So fucking hats off to you, brother. Well, that's dude, great. I had like, man. I had like two full it's breakdowns. Brave. It's so funny. Like I probably had one. Like I don't know whether it was the last week or the mm. weekend before. I had two week. It was always the fucking weekend. Yeah. Through the yeah. week, yeah, I was fine. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate purpose. Mm. Like I was fucking dialed. Yeah. I yeah. had my job too. I was still able to train. Mm. Luckily, through it because it was it was the covid thing mm. so like it kind of made it easier to do i i wanted to do it anyway like yeah, even yeah. before covid i said like i'm um, i took my tv well mm. my ex took my tv off the mm. wall mm. and then so she had the tv yeah i didn't put a tv up i literally put a bookcase in front of the tv like yes. where the tv rack yes. is and then i just I put it. my shit there yeah and then it was very purposeful even before mm. covid and then mm. covid just made it that much easier to mm. do you mm. know because it was just there wasn't like that many other kind of things that uh, like options yeah yeah, you know? yeah exactly but um but yeah i had like two breakdowns one one was on the a weekend and mm. it was over fucking it was over girls mm. and uh yeah. and i was just like i just had a bunch of shit going on like coming yeah. in in my fucking head and then that made me doubt everything blah, blah, just ended mm. up in like a shit show i went to my yeah. mate's place and uh just fucking full vented dumped it on him yeah ended up being like you're all good dude yeah fucking relax yeah. but I needed to have like that full meltdown yeah. you know? and then the other one was probably like two weekends ago yeah. and it was just just it was actually I think the reason why it kind of happened almost is because mm. I'd finally uh, I got a roommate now mm. a mate of mine yeah. and I just was I think I was just struggling to like let go of like that because it, it kind yeah. of became a cocoon. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, I kind of spent so much time mm. there. And I, fuck, man, I smoked a lot of weed yeah. and, like, thought about my shit a yeah, lot. And yeah, I yeah. read a lot of books. And yeah. I read a lot. Like, I fucking, it was a deep place. Yeah. And uh, and then I think the second meltdown was, like, almost having to let go of that. Yeah. Because, like, fucked up. It become the a bit of a... Phase. It become mm. of, like, a bit of a... That really was, like, a fucking den. You yeah. Know? Like, I was in there and like I was space. in ultimate control. Mm, yeah. And I was doing all my own shit. And mm. like everything was, like, I'd kind of really crafted it around, like, it was uncomfortable, but then I kind of made it comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I learned in that, in that time. And I'm really fucking... It, there's two mm. parts to it. I'm really grateful that I yeah. went through it because I think now... Um, and you know, I, I kind of feel like it already is working that mm. we're in my future relationships going mm. forward are going to be like a lot better. Mm. I'm going to communicate a lot better. Yeah. I'm going to be very staunch in mm. my beliefs around mm. what I want, what I think a relationship should be. Mm. But in that, with that being said, like mm. I fucking really was hard on myself in mm. terms of like my failures in the past relationship mm. yeah, and yeah, yeah. why it, and like probably a lot of it could have been averted completely like mm. a lot of the problems could have been completely averted mm. Uh, mm. in all honesty yeah if i was more humble yeah 
and I don't mean it in like a I was cocky mm. around my ex or whatever but yeah, yeah. I would just accept criticism more mm. with more humility yeah. I would accept my flaws with more humility yeah. I would have accepted her flaws mm. with more humility mm. everything I would have mm. done I think I could have I think I could have done so much mm. more in just the the sense of being like a humble mm. dude and now like fuck man Bro, it takes it takes balls and it takes a man to even just admit that right and that's what that's what a true growth mindset is exactly mm. what you've just said being brave enough to face it and evolve through it man it's i don't even fucking think it's like to mm. me i don't associate with bravery to me mm. i associate with like regret like yeah. i'm just like fuck i just wish i wasn't that dude mm. you know like and and i'd see like i fucking hope that there's people out there that like if they've mm. got you know they're married and they're fucking or whatever mm. and it's like they've got friction in their relationship mm. or any mm. relationships mm. in your life just like be fucking humble about mm. the mm. whatever mm. the situation mm. is and just mm. like accept that people aren't perfect accept yeah. that you're not perfect accept mm. that there's flaws commit and like i the thing that i would do and i fucking do it all the time yeah. like it pisses me yeah. off like i went i went away from a friend's house the other night just being like fuck you talked with it like mm. you communicated with like an ego yeah, yeah like it yeah, was yeah. like that's not like the ideal version of mm. you that you were there and mm. you kind of hope that because your friends you can get yeah, away with yeah. it and they're not gonna write you <laughs> off as a fuck with yeah but yeah. at the end of the day like you i was it was just being like a bit of a fuck with. yeah 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 and yeah. but it's like i really learned that like in my relationships in the past like mm. i fucking communicate out of mm. like ego like yeah. i want to be right i want to be dominant mm. i want to mm. it's like a weird like a weird energy and, mm. and that energy that can't come from a good place like yeah. that has to come from insecurities mm. yeah, like what yeah, are you yeah. trying to prove like yeah. if you've if you're talking to somebody with yeah, yeah. that form of ego like yeah. what are you trying to prove mm. bro mm. like yeah yeah are yeah. you like what are you fucking doing here yeah, so yeah, i mean yeah. that's probably like the biggest thing mm. i've taken out and i'm like that's, awesome. that's my fucking goal going forward as just a, mm. as like a man is like mm. communicate with people without your fucking ego yeah and it's like it's your huge, relationships huge will go so much mm. more smooth you know but mm. again it's like i feel like all that shit does hide in the dark like mm. if you don't ever if you don't ever put yourself mm. there mm. then mm. you know because you can avoid it like we said you can get girls around you yeah can yeah, fucking yeah. Go distract yourself with age you can party you yeah. can fucking do drugs you yeah. can do whatever you mm. want to do like mm. people mm. can be too addicted to the gym they mm. can yeah like you can go to places where you feel comfortable yeah but it's like the shit that is actually holding you back in mm. your life is the stuff that you can only find yeah. if you do yeah. go to like a yeah. bit of a dark, quiet and, place. And exactly. And so many people block, as you just said, distract themselves, block it out. Ego goes up and that like, fuck it, I'm always right. You know, that who gives a fuck? She's dumb or he's dumb mm. or whatever it may be. Rather than admitting it or learning about themselves, you know, what happened to you or what happened to me? We could have said that happened to us rather than it happened for us. Yeah. And I believe for both of us and, and our, all our journeys, we choose to see things as happening for us to learn, to grow, to understand, to evolve so that we can improve and make the next situation, next relationship, next business, next thing, next phase of our lives better than ever. That's mm. the meaning of life, constant and never-ending improvement. It's an amazing thing. So, yeah, man, I... Um, I think that it's so interesting hearing your take on that similar situation and you know a shout out to any guy or girl who is facing that right now mm. because there man there's a lot I can guarantee it there's going to be a lot of people using drugs alcohol sex social media things to completely distract themselves from themselves right mm. now rather than face 
their demons and really work on improving themselves so for anyone out there who is brave enough to do that and face it and um, improve on it and have awareness around it man they deserve a high five they deserve some credit it's a mm. it's a huge endeavor so you know final note on that is you know walk the fucking desert naked come back a, a mm. man or a woman and, and just never be afraid to walk that desert alone because that's where you're going to find the truest version of yourself mm. Mm. yeah just to be like fucking hyper aware of the mm. shit that like your vices you yeah. know or like yeah. the it's like your soul's comfort mm. food mm. you know because mm. like fucking sex was a big one for yeah, me yeah. for sure yeah Where, when i especially when i was like younger and i was mm. living in america man yeah. like it's the funny thing with like dudes and sex mm. is that you feel good because of the yeah. chicks that you bang yeah but then your mates like you more because of the chicks yeah. you bang. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you're kind of feeding like, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a, there is some fucking real rewards. You're getting that, significance from all these yeah, areas. Yeah. It's not just like, if it was just, um, you feel good because mm. of like the girl or whatever, like yeah. there's just, just that one-on-one interaction. Mm. Like that's something else entirely. But I think once you add the fact that like your mates get pumped on it and yeah. then it gives you like this, social proof and this mm, validation mm, and like mm. dude i i know like i'd get invited to parties because yeah. i'd be out of fuck chicks yeah. like you know for like you know what i mean like yeah, for yeah. like you sound like a bit of a cunt yeah but yeah, like i yeah. was in america i got yeah, an aussie yeah, yeah. accent yeah i'd get invited to parties by like mm. super fucking like you know wealthy dudes yeah. and got so you'd end up you that would like push you forward in yeah, a way yeah, and like yeah, yeah. i've kind of seen that happen for a bunch of people mm, mm. like it's a fucking weird with like a to me yeah, that absolutely. didn't seem like there was that many downsides yeah to it yeah yeah until you get like deep in relationships with people and mm. like that goes and you've actually yeah. kind of invested in that part yeah. of you like yeah, there's yeah. there's bit that's been like a revenue stream yeah that yeah, you've yeah. Sort of, you have to like cut off 100 and i feel like I don't know whether it's like a pre I've never really spoken about it that yeah, much yeah, but yeah. like I don't know whether that's like an appreciated thing mm. or guys understand that that's like I, I don't it's think gonna people, come to that road yeah. where like yeah, it's literally like if I got a bunch of money from like iTunes revenue YouTube revenue yeah. sponsor revenue yeah. and then I cut that out. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, I cut yeah. like YouTube yeah. revenue out yeah. and I'd be like fuck I was getting like two grand a month from YouTube. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And then you've got to like you've kind of built this life and you've built this fucking yes. this whole like kind of uh revenue stream yeah. up to where it like kind of feeds into what you're doing and like 100%. helps your existence 100%. and then when you get in like a relationship mm. like a long-term relationship with one girl mm. and you don't have that like all of a sudden you're not getting invited to the same parties you're yep. not meeting yep. the same people mm. you're not being put into the same rooms with the same people yep. you're not and then there's like the personal validation mm. that you get out of it like I don't think fuck enough dudes know yeah. about that shit. The dangers like, of it because you probably would have seen that in people. Hundred percent, absolutely, yeah, and it, and it's so true. We these vices of or distractions or addictions, sex, drugs, you know, all of these elements, well, drugs, gambling, drugs does it alcohol, too, man. Mm. you know, all that shit kind of does yeah. it because like. How many fu- and then you get reliant on it though you get reliant on the state change on the feeling that you get from it and all the other elements and as you said you take it away and then you feel less than you yeah. feel like you're missing something you feel hollow and you're stuck with you when you take all of that away all that's left is you yeah and if you can't handle that then you're gonna have depression you're gonna commit suicide you're gonna hate yourself all, all the other crazy stuff that comes off it well mm. then like how but how many dudes do you know where like mm they'll be the guy that always gets drugs. Yeah. And it's like, would you hang out with that dude if he didn't get your drugs all the time? Mm, And like his kind of coolness and his status and his 
becomes on the fact that like he's mm. the guy well, where, he builds his identity around it, that yeah, thing exactly. right and it's then a, again you remove that from his identity shattered and this is what people they build their identity around their business or their relationship or being around drugs or the party guy or yeah. whatever whatever it is and then you take that away or athletes are a great example yeah true you know enough. athletes uh, get all of this significance attention love fame and then all of a sudden one day they're not an athlete and their world crumbles and we see it happen all the time in different areas of life and again you take it all away man and you're left with you that person's got to walk the desert naked mm. the man or woman has to go on the journey of self-discovery otherwise you're left with nothing but a hollow shell of despair and and lack and scarcity and fear and self-doubt mm. and that's the worst place to be brother mm. and then but then so like if you've got like your vision board and it's got all this mm. cool shit on it mm. then mm. like what's the what's like mm. the offset there yeah. to where it's like how do you balance like because you've got to kind of like want those things 100 like, i got a friend um Who's, he wears a $75,000 Rolex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wears it everywhere. Yeah. Doing yeah. everything. Mm, like mm. fucking riding motorbikes yeah. and like yeah. in the pool mowing mm. his lawn when he's fucking swinging it. Like yeah. that's just his thing. Yeah. And like to me when I first met him, I was like, that's so fucking wanky. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. that dude would yeah, do that. Yeah. But then uh, he'd be like, nah, man, like this reminds me that I'm rich. Yeah. Like I wear this, like I've yeah. earned this, I've yeah. bought this. And if yeah. I want to keep affording mm. this, like mm. it almost become like a, uh, like a, a symbol to, to him, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, cause I would kind of, I'd think about that of like, uh, I'm kind of almost against, not mm. against, mm. but in my life, like I have no material goals, mm. like yeah, yeah. literally zero. Yeah. And I just, I, it wasn't until I heard Benny talk about that Rolex where I yeah. was like, fuck me, like, maybe I want to buy like a secondhand Rolex, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. a three grand Rolex, yeah. just to, because I could see the benefit in that, yeah. you know, and then, but it, you just, you have this constant thing of like, well, couldn't you just buy any watch and mm. feel anything? But it's mm. that you have to be able to then balance like, yeah, you know, the, the fact that you don't get any validation mm, from anything mm, mm. and that you should be okay with just yourself. Correct. But then there has to be something like, if you do that, then you're a monk. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And, and you're right. It's about being mentally and emotionally dynamic around your goals. You know, having those material things is like a scorecard or a reflection of the value that you give in a certain category of life. Like business, for example, will that's the scorecard of the value that you add in business and, and mm. a product of that. Now you take that away and then the, the scorecard changes. The rules of the game are going to change and it might be, okay, great, we live on an island and the rules or the meaning around what achievement or what pride or what things are in that environment is going to be different mm. and you have to be able to adapt to those situations. But I, I personally know that I if I did lose everything tomorrow... I would go back into myself and and work on the foundation of you're just... You're like down to start from nothing again. Fuck yeah, always. But you're just not at nothing, so what's the point of being at nothing? Exactly right. And yeah. I want to continue to grow and move forward. But if, okay. I, but if I lose it all, I'll go back into the scorecard of feeling successful first. You know, I felt successful before I was successful. That, that's got to be clear that it didn't just happen. Like I felt successful already. I was already happy with the work that I was doing and moving forward. And I was proud about the lives changing. That was always more important and more value to mm. me than a watch or a car or a house or anything like that. And then the other stuff just came as the more value that I added and accumulated, mm. right? And so again, if I lose everything, 
I'll go back into me and first correct my internal dialogue and narrative and be happy, shift the scorecard there, and then I'll focus on what do I want to what do I want my standards and benchmarks of life to be? Mm. Is it just the quality of my relationships? Is that my full focus? I guarantee one day it will be just that. It is already, of course. I'm not saying that quality relationships is not important to me, but is that the only thing that will mm. be of true value to me at that point in yeah, time? Yeah, I can't say that I'm there. Mm. Like I would need to um, I've got relationships that I manage and people I love mm. and, and people that I really yeah. want to spend yeah. like a lot of time with. Mm. But there is also a point where mm. like if I get messages through the day and if mm. I get like, I'm not going to pay attention. Yeah. Like yeah. I, but to me, I feel like I have like a belief that, mm. okay, you know, I love you. Yeah. I don't need to fucking yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I could, there can be a nine-hour mm, period of mm, no time, and mm. that to me that should be fucking across the board mm, with anyone mm, in my life. That yeah. should be my mum, my dad, my brother, my fucking yeah. like chick, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, like yeah. if I should be, my love for you should be clear enough mm. to where like I can fuck off, yeah, and I can do yeah. nothing because <laughs> because like you said, like I have other priorities. Yeah. Like for me it's like a ne- I need to do this mm. I don't know why mm. if I fucking need to do it yeah. but I need to do yeah. it it's a thing that I'm like compelled to do mm. and mm. then it's the same with you know the um, with training and mm. like that's been my yeah. kind of struggle at the moment like yeah. I just got told yesterday from the doctor that I got three mm. months off yeah and it's like I fucking need to train like yeah, I yeah, need yeah. that yeah. shit I need to ride motos mm. I need to mm. do jujitsu like mm. I fucking have to I yeah. have to be able mm. to choke some cunt mm. yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah. that <laughs> is like a release that yeah. I've like come to because like yeah there's a fucking chemical thing going on there too 100% absolutely be what you feel going to the gym yeah where you're releasing chemicals Mm. into your brain like and I don't think people understand that much either that like negativity like when you feel Mm. like a bad emotion or you feel like anxiety like there's chemicals that are being released into your system that are producing the biological feeling Mm. of anxiety yeah like there's a thought yeah in your brain that is a negative thought yep. and like let's say that it produces anxiety mm-hmm. that that thought pattern is then transferred through neurons in your brain mm. to your affect your like biochemistry yeah. for your bio, biological state to reflect your mental state yes. like and people think that it sounds like kind of hoo woo and fucking weird to like say that shit but like that's actually like it's scientifically what, yeah. what is going on <laughs> exactly and it's like it is a drug mm. so like it's the same way that you know being strung out on heroin isn't mm. that fucking great from yeah. what i well, yeah. <laughs> from what i've heard <laughs> yeah but people are still trying to like do it to get to that that's what like yeah. a chemical addiction is yes because as a as a like a human creature mm. you crave like security mm. and you, you want to know what's coming next yes even if what's coming next fucking sucks yeah at least if you know mm. what's coming next like you can prepare for it so yeah. a lot of people like the same way that I am addicted to the drugs yeah. that are released when I'm doing jujitsu mm. or doing motocross, people can also be addicted to the drugs that are given to you from anxious feelings, yeah. from anger, from uh, hatred, mm. from mm. lust. Mm. Like there's all of these yeah. biological sensations that yeah. like you can become mm. uh, addicted to. And then you want to fucking throw another spanner yeah. in the works that like, every bit of like messaging that you're given and every bit of Mm. so like my theory with the tv thing right Mm. 
So I was like, I'm having no TV on the wall. Yeah. And I've also tried to stop scrolling on Instagram yeah, as yeah, much yeah, as yeah. possible. Yeah. My whole thought pattern behind that was mm. if a thought can change your feeling, mm. like biological feeling, yeah. then if I've got, let's say I got the TV on mm. and without having a roommate, wasn't that big of a deal mm. um, because I kind of would always be the person that is in control of mm. the, what's on. Yeah. But I, I think it's social media, like when I'm scrolling my finger from bottom to top, mm. I don't know what's coming from underneath my phone. Yeah. It could be something that would give me anxiety yeah. or would make me feel sad yeah. or would or would make me feel regret or mm. would make me feel like I'm not enough. Or And so then I didn't have control over that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so there's all these like inputs that are then creating like a thought reaction mm. that then trigger like a biological response. Yeah. And I was like, man, I wonder if I spend like a year mm. trying to like control the inputs as much as possible because mm. that, that's what people say is like all the noise that you yeah. get yeah. and like the fucking this has been the 2020 has been like the worst year ever yeah. for fucking noise yeah. man yeah. like the the mm. waitress mm. at the fucking pub we went to the other night for yeah. dinner chimed in on coronavirus and I just yeah. be like <laughs> Hey love, <laughs> I don't want to be a cunt. Yeah, but this isn't an input that I want. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, so like, true. I've started looking at it as like mm, input, input, input. It input. is, yeah. And like, yeah. if I'm not like, how can I be? And and the news is based mm, on fear, yeah. and it's all the messaging and sex sells, and there's yeah. all of this messaging that like taps into that biology, yes. creates those feelings, mm. and it's like fuck man I just don't know if I want to be like a part of that yeah. shit like I'm choosing to talk to you mm. like whatever you fucking say to me whatever yeah. emotions that you evoke whatever yeah. feelings that are created through yeah. our conversation mm. at least I chose to talk to yeah, you yeah true you know what true. I mean yeah. I just feel like so much of the shit mm. that's going on now mm. it's like we don't even have a fucking choice 100%. we don't have a choice what we're getting told we don't have a choice the next fucking photo that's yeah. getting scrolled up yeah. and it's like I get it. I'm posting shit to fucking mm. Instagram. Mm. Like I'm trying to get this sort of content out there. Yeah. I'd hope it adds value. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, again, it's like, it's kind of a, a part of that, but 100%. that's really been like my big fucking thing lately yeah. is just like yeah. control the inputs. You need like, to, man. If you want to get a control of yourself and your body and your yes. mind, like you have to fucking control what goes inside your brain Absolutely. that dictates the thoughts. Otherwise everyone else controls it. And we already have a negative bias and everything yeah. is just feeding into it. The news, the drama, the, the waitress bitching, like whatever it is, like but the negative friends, the critics, everything is just bringing you further down. If you want to live a better quality life or just feel better in general you have to take control of the narrative right yeah you have to watch more positive things have better quality conversations ask better quality questions mm. you know you have to be in control of the narrative and of the dialogue otherwise the media controls it the yeah. government controls it the negative people control it yeah and that's a choice we're going to make every single day and fucking people man like pete mm. your, your immediate circle of friends yeah so true is like fuck man like mm. i have i think this year as well was like quite a big year for me of like again like not only just the inputs of mm. media and tv yeah. and all that shit like yeah. but just the inputs of mm. and i've always had a pretty tight crew mm. i've always had a pretty small circle yeah and i'm around good people like mm. that's the thing that i've always been lucky with yeah. like i've always always mm. been able to surround myself with good people yeah. and there's people out there like i'm sure when you were younger mm. there was a lot of people that weren't mm. good people that you would have been around and yeah. like you would have had to kind of fight your way out of that mm. i mean i just feel like i've always had good yeah uh, that hasn't been a thing i've really had to face that yeah, much yeah, nice. but 
you know, as you deal with more people mm. and as you mm. talk and as you kind of, you know, you get work's the biggest fucking mm. thing. Like, mm. I'd say that's probably the biggest reason why I work for myself. If yeah. you if you were to say like, why do this? I'm like, well, fuck. I want to do anything where I can control yeah. the people I talk yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there is yeah. there is nothing mm. fucking worse than subjecting yourself mm. to communicating with people yep. that you don't want to communicate. <laughs> like that yeah, to me, I don't know whether yeah. that's just fucking me yeah, or if yeah, that's yeah, everybody, yeah. but yeah. that's like fucking goal one. Yeah. Control who you communicate yes, with. Yes. And it's like, I think that towards the end of last year, mm. I probably started letting some people in yeah. around that like, it wasn't that good mm. and then I'd kind of be there and then I'd have that drama and then I'd yeah. and then like even if like you get a mate come over and then your mate's telling you about his fucking mm. oh I'm just like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Time's up, bro. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Up. Sorry, dog. Yeah. You got to go. I love it. Yeah, man. You got to. You got to take ownership of yeah. it. Because it drains you, man. Like your time, your energy, it's so precious. Even your, your bandwidth, your mental and emotional bandwidth, yeah. it's so precious. And people start leeching and stealing that and draining your energy. Oh, man. There's nothing worse. So you got to be protective of it. And you can't feel guilty about it either. Yeah. You yeah. can't. Yeah, that's that's a hard one because mm. you do feel guilty about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But then I think I mean, that it's not about being a prick though. You just got to be polite. Mm. But you have to. The first person you owe is you. Like you've got to you've got to live up to your own expectations. You've got to defend and protect your energy, reality, state. Your happiness comes first. It's not your job to make them feel better. Mm. So all the time, you know. Um, yeah, it's so true, man. So what's uh what's next for you? Like where where are you at in the Man. in the grand scheme of things? The grand scheme of things, where well, right now it's about getting through the challenge of COVID, which yeah. has been you know a pain in the ass. You know we've got we've got 18, 18 centres across Australia, seventeen of those are closed. Um, Fuck, really? Yeah, yeah. All, so all your gyms pretty much are closed. In, yeah, absolutely. Fuck. So you know the food business and the the um, the gyms, and so everything's shut at the moment, and we're working through that, just trying to make sure that the team and the franchise partners are pumped, and the the community is looked after as the best that we can in the, in the time. And then on the other side, I'm working on getting the, the we've got a show on Channel Seven coming out. A reality show about our oh really yeah so that comes out hopefully march it'll air march next year so what's the process of that been like it's been an awesome journey man so i wrote the script for it about two and a half years ago and then i was trying to sell it and get it to a station and and to tv and um last year i was lucky enough to get a deal with channel seven so we've got it on eight episodes channel seven hopefully march we've got an amazing cast man it's going to be incredible it's a reality show yeah it's a a reality show about our transformation challenge and about our center and about our philosophy and about taking four people through a transformation so we'll go two celebrities and two um two clients that we're going to be taking through um dipper you know afl star dipper yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of the legends we're going to be transforming yeah we've got some amazing um guest celebrities coming on and uh it's going to be an absolute blast man so it's going to you know be huge for the business huge for our philosophy hopefully change a lot of lives through that as well and uh and we're about to get that all solidified and and start filming hopefully in november oh cool yeah um and then aside from that i've got big expansion plans man i've got another book i want to release and of course more locations that we're looking to open and um it's full throttle once coronavirus is gone we're going to be back on and, and charging full Mm. um fuck yeah you've got a bit on yeah 
Mm. Uh, when are you uh, hoping to have the second book out? Man, it would be next year, and I'd say it'd be late next year, so towards the end of next year. And do you know um, what you're like? You're gonna the focus for that one's gonna be macro view will be self leadership and yeah. then transforming into full leadership yeah. uh, and the journey of that and human behavior side of that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see how long it takes. The show's first priority, scaling and making sure our senders are rocking is a, is obviously first priority, and we've got to that'll come next yeah and then personally where are you personally I've been doing a lot of work on myself man I walk the desert I come back I'm, I'm working on me and, and being better and being happier and solidifying my rituals and um, and just in just being great grateful for life like I'm so grateful to be here with you and here on the Gold Coast for a bit and um, yeah how long are you planning on staying on the Goldie well it's a great question and it might, it might be forever yeah, yeah yeah so look i'd love to i'd love to dance between melbourne and um and gold coast and goldiewood bro yeah New goldiewood, exactly yeah i i want to i do love it here i love the people here so many awesome people sammy and you and you know so many other great guys and um yeah i love it man so i'm happy to be here happy to in, enjoy the energy and and really just find a new level of me while i'm here as well so i'm doing a lot of reading a lot of self-discovery a lot of work a lot of connecting and um and a lot of strategy and planning yeah mm. yeah sweet yeah well man i've really enjoyed it. I, I plan on getting more into like just like your backstory and shit but maybe we'll have to just catch up yeah again man at absolutely another, at another point but it was, it was just cool to talk about um yeah i mean hopefully people can take uh i guess just something out of like the experience of mm. like kind of what mm. you're going through and some of the concepts behind yeah you know change and mm. because like man it, it is it is a bit of a weird time at the moment you yeah. know like a lot of yeah. i feel like a lot of people are finding it tough i mm. I, it, I think it affected me a bit more than i even thought it did yeah uh, so i feel like to you know i wanted to maybe even just get a bit of shit off my chest yeah. as well because i feel like you're a, you're a guy that can kind of i mm. feel like i can bounce that shit off you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. like you're Absolutely. very open and, and receptive mm. to it yeah, yeah you know so it's kind of good to to have that yeah soundboard with someone and that that 100%. back and forward when it when yeah. it comes to that you know yeah because yeah, i yeah. just yeah i don't even think i personally for a, like i like to think that i do mm. you know i am quite introspective yeah. and i do like to take the time and think about it but you know yeah. there's fucking blind spots everywhere 100 percent. and you know yeah. like you said you thought you were killing it yeah and for all intents and purposes you are but yeah. there's just so much room for growth you know absolutely there's always room for growth and the first step is just admitting that and realizing that there is and then having the balls and being brave enough to to sit with those holes man sit with those wounds sometimes and and heal and grow and um yeah and push forward to a better a better version of you and a better life in general because that's the only way to get better in life is to get better yourself mm. and so if people have enjoyed listening to you mm. uh today yeah. where what are the channels that they can find you you've got your own podcast then you've got yeah. the gym so just give mm. us like a bit of a rundown of like the way that people could get involved with like the stuff you have going absolutely on. so you, you can find all my all my main business content and all about my business on ultimateu.com.au and then for more about me probably my instagram's the best place to go and you can find everything else off that so head over to instagram andy underscore i underscore anderson and uh come and ha hang out hit me up and and you can live coming on the journey with me i've got youtube and all those other sort of facets but um kind of links all off it, it all links off uh, instagram yeah. yeah yeah i'd love to have you on again at some point oh man, man i'd love yeah, to it's been a blast ca yeah. catch up again 100 percent. and uh and yeah any help you need with uh with your stuff just let me know too. legend love it brother definitely down. appreciate it Boom. appreciate it my man
Yeah, boy. Pretty much three hours. Was it? Fuck. Yeah, probably two and, a, two and a half. That's amazing. Fuck, that went quick, though. It does, eh? Shit. 